Okay. Okay. Mr. Ozzy, how's it? Okay, let's go. How you doing, Mr. Oz? Lekker and you? Good, thank you, Albert. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, oh, good, thanks and you. <laughs> good, oh, thanks. Oh, mouth is full of vapor. Yeah, I can't dude. speak, bro. Hectic, bro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was all good. How, how's everybody doing? You got lekker? You have a lekker week? Yeah, it was rough. But it was oh, good. It wasn't was too it bad, rough? actually. It was busy. Very busy. Sorting out things for the film. Right. I, I mean, you're just... The, you're like the one Uncle Little Bri that just like mentioned somebody's name like everybody knows who it is. What film, dude? It's called The Infiltrated. Oh, shit. It's a short film. Action it's a thriller. It's a porn. No. It's oh. not. No. <laughs> it's an action thriller. <laughs> and it is getting released on Sunday, the 3rd of December, 2023. Oh, hectic. So after we release the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So that's like literally this Sunday. This yes. this past Sunday. This past Sunday. Yeah, for people that are yeah. listening to this. Yeah. Do you want exclusive tickets? Too late. Yeah, I didn't even get offered. Yeah, but there's tickets at the door. You can come. <laughs> Did you leave them there? Did you put yeah. my name on there? So I, hey guys. I hid them. I'll send you the location. <laughs> Just at the door. Like. Yeah, but they're like under a rock at the door. Oh, hectic. That's Luckily, nice. this comes out after because people would have taken the tickets. Oh, this is true. Like Ricky Bobby's dad. Um, no, I don't have an excuse. You just take those tickets and then sell them. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're just going to sell them. No. Okay. Okay. Don't so, tell them we're going to sell them. Okay. But uh, how long is this movie? Is it on circuit anywhere? Can people catch it after the third? <laughs> uh, yes. So we are posting it on YouTube. It is 35 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Vimeo as well, to be honest. Vimeo. Do people oh, actually still use Vimeo? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I only used to watch it for like legit music videos. If you're looking for like the latest music video, then you go into Vimeo because then you know it's like paka 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 music video. I have no idea what that means, dude. Like a music video. Yeah. You know, a film where there's the song in the background. <laughs> Villem. You, you, Villem. <laughs> yeah. like you know, Villem. like you know, like Creed, can you take me higher? <laughs> it were on a rock. And then a guy standing and there's a fan. There's a big green screen behind him and then he's like, Can you take me higher? And then there's a fan blowing and it looks like he's standing on the edge of the rock and he's about to jump. So um, what did you call this a music video? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a movie. No, what's that other one? You said like waka waka or something like a you're a Pac-Man. Paka paka. Paka 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 Waka waka waka. See, let me go on explaining what the fuck a music video is. <laughs> Instead of just saying, what's what paka music, paka? I know what a music video is. Yeah, we literally we said, I don't know what you, you said. We didn't expect you to go on such a long explanation about music videos. What was that? Is somebody, it's a ghost. Is somebody vacuuming? <laughs> Elena Jajarunas, are you in this house? Dude, what was it? There no, wasn't I think it was a motorbike outside. Oh, okay. Yeah. See? Okay, I think I need to close that door. <laughs> Get ready for the creaky chair. Maybe it is a ghost trying to vacuum your house. <laughs> if it could just fucking clean properly, that'd if be If it great. could actually do it, it would be great. Thank you. Um, Hold you. Oh, dude, he's gonna use the creaky chin and close the door, dude. <laughs> Get ready. Knees. Here goes his knees. Here go. Oh, it went that I bad. I just asked his knees. That wasn't too bad. <laughs> it's the ghost. Yo, 
No, it's quiet. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. You just lock the ghost outside. It's its vacuum. It's just trying to clean and you fuck it up. <laughs> so, uh, I'll be... <laughs> Last week we we had a, a recording that we did, but we kind of fucked it up a little bit. Like, um, a bit. yeah, there was an echo that was happening before some of us were talking. Um, it was really weird. We had sound engineers trying to work it out that they, they couldn't do it. So it's part of the lost tapes, and we're just waiting for technology to catch up so we can correct that episode and post it. It's like it's like the Beatles now and that new song that they released with mm. John Lennon and uh, George. Is it George, George Harrison? George Harrison, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. With um, all of that stuff that they did, all of that, like that AR that we were talking about, you know, we were talking about so, in the last tapes. But maybe we didn't... one day it'll catch up, and then they'll be able to remove that second voice. Yeah, maybe the third voice, and we just don't have to listen to Albie. Maybe that ghost we should have locked out earlier last week. <laughs> maybe it was, dude. Maybe he was just guiding us, you know. Somebody like it's like a prompter. It's just yeah. speaking like yeah, telling us what to say. That's, the whole why, time. that's why this week there's no echo because we locked the ghost out straight away in the beginning <laughs> of the podcast. Hey, tech. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so we didn't get. We yeah. haven't really formally introduced. Yeah, Albert actually, we, we, we did that last week, but um, yeah, like you say, we haven't actually introduced Albert formally. So for those of you that don't know, uh, Albert, he is my younger brother and Chris's younger adopted brother now, I guess. I didn't adopt him, dude. <laughs> you weren't you supposed put that to on me, him. dude. You weren't <laughs> supposed to tell him now. Shit. <laughs> left out important pages in that document. Oh, it isn't. Okay. No, it's not official. I didn't even initial everyone. I didn't even show up. <laughs> Who was there, though? Who the fuck is this guy on the couch? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Anyway, so for those of you that don't know, Albert is my younger brother. He's a photographer. He is a filmmaker. And he is a legend as well. Oh, Very good wow, crossfitter. Dude. Cool. And that's the um, podcast. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> good night. He's a, he's a crossfitter. <laughs> yeah, he's a crossfitter. He's, at every he's church around. <laughs> churches around the area. Yeah, he fits into every every <laughs> church. Uh, yeah, he goes around yeah. fitting crosses. Yeah. yeah. But Albert, uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Shit, you pretty much summed it all up. Um, oh, wow. Thank you. Describe your physical appearance to people that... <laughs> um, I've been told I have nice long hair and a man bun. And I've got a nice beard. That's my physical appearance. Mm. i got green eyes. Is this your grand that told you these things? Yeah. <laughs> You're very handsome. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Handsome young man. Yeah. They're not, they're not, they're, they're not even in the same league as you. What? <laughs> so, was that a ghost farting, <laughs> dude? That threw me off completely, dude. <laughs> it's the automatic, the automatic, what, what do you call air it, dude? Freshener. The air freshener, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was also like just confused at what you were saying. <laughs> I didn't understand what you were saying. I was either, just acting though. as a grand, saying that you know, the the girls you you're in a different league to them, and that's you know then you'll you'll find the right one. You're a very handsome individual. Thank you. Don't worry, boy. Your hair looks really nice. <laughs> I think I think her eyesight might be going because I think just the other day she called me dark and handsome. So. That's a bit weird, you know. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, you are fucking pale. Yeah. <laughs> you and I both. Okay, you actually not so bad, but we we suffer from that gene of transparency. Yeah. Where we look like those roof crocodiles. 
Durban. Those things that hunt fucking geckos. Those geckos that hunt things on the wall. Those lepechochos. The anatomy lizards. You can see everything. If you put them on a light, you'd be able to see everything. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to like dive in. So last week we, we, we lost the conversation where we were yes. talking about Mandela effect, but yes. do you know where the term Mandela effect came from? Yes. Talk, talk me through it. Talk me through it. For so 10 we actually marks. spoke about it last week as well. We <laughs> mentioned it, but the, the Mandela effect, the term comes from a textbook that was discovered in like a, I think it was a library or a school either in England or America where, I think it was America. America, okay. We'll, we'll say it's America. Can't sure. quite remember. Community but, notes on that one. Yeah, we'll ask them to check. Um, and uh, they then uh, saw, like, in this textbook, it was like, yeah, Nelson Mandela um, went to prison and did that in prison. Everybody's like, no, oh, he's still in my life. You know? Not everybody, because this is so I'm beginning this a little deep after we talk about this week. Yeah, a lot. Like, we're talking on the Pokemon yeah, yeah. and the spelling around it, which is. <laughs> <laughs> it's O-N-I-X and not O-N-Y-X, like yeah. everybody remembers. Um, so I started like looking into this a little bit more. And yeah, it, it was it was kind of weird, dude, because um, there's a lot of people that believe Nelson Mandela died in prison. So what if it's like the Avril Lavigne thing where they think he died and they replaced him with like a robot or a twin? That's a conspiracy thought, theory, though. But also, I thought Avril Lavigne was female. She is? Yeah, what's... You said he. Yeah, we're I? talking about Nelson Mandela, dude. Yeah. No, but you said the Avril Lavigne thing. And yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, like, what if, what if it's about the Avril Lavigne thing where, as in, like, similar instance, they replaced Nelson Mandela with... Oh, but don't get so hung up on grandma, my man. Okay. On grandma. Grandma and grandma's biscuits, synonym rolls. Thanks the biscuit. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, so so like that whole Avril Levine thing where supposedly they replaced it with a robot. But yeah, like you said, that's a conspiracy theory. But I mean, how many, like what is the, like, let's call it the belief percentage of people that actually believe that Nelson Mandela died? Like, I don't know, you were saying you delved into it. Well, I didn't look at the world uh, statistics. But there's a lot of people that believe that. Like, I think it sounds so ridiculous to us because we're South African. We're like, oh, oh, yeah. no. Um, <laughs> but there's a lot of people that believe that. So I was looking at Mandela Effect. I was looking at different other ones. Like, I'm going completely off your question because I don't know. But there was one that I came across this week that fucking shook me, dude. And it was, I don't know if you ever remember, there was a rapper back in the day. Yeah, I saw you see this on Twitter, Shazam. Shazam, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you remember the movie Shazam? Where Sinbad, the rapper Sinbad was yes, a genie. yeah, yeah. That never existed. I saw that on your Twitter, actually. Yeah, that, that never that, ever existed. I, I vividly remember buying a pizza from Pizza Perfect and yeah. getting that movie, like when it was still a video, like yeah. a VHS. Yeah, blockbuster with a packet of popcorn. No, but it wasn't even blockbuster. It was like... Mr. Video, Hollywood you know, or like or Hollywood, yeah. Or, or yeah, something along those lines. There was some place Mr. in Krugersdorp. Anyway, yeah. and then we got that on video, like VHS in school holidays and watched. I vividly remember watching it. Dude, I remember it to a T and it had that one kid from Home Improvement. He was like the, the kid in that. Yes, the, the middle son, not the yes, youngest. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. But you're saying now that that wasn't like that never happened. Doesn't exist. He's even come but, out and said that, that guys, listen, that movie's never existed. 
he's never been in it. They even shot a spoof um, with, I think it was, oh, who who's that uh, that comedy? I can't remember their name, but they, they shot a spoof like about it to like kind oh, of really? mock it because everybody believes it, but it's it's never happened ever, but then, ever, ever. If so many people recall and remember it vividly, like you say, then what did you watch? You know, so there's another movie that was Kazam. And Kazam had Shaquille O'Neal as a genie. But dude, I've looked at that and it's not, it's not what I remember. I remember distinctly Sinbad being a genie yeah. and that, that middle kid from Home Improvement being the kid that finds a... So who's the kid in the Kazam movie then? The same fucking kid, I think, dude. <laughs> no, I'm going to go. It's tripping me, dude. It's tripping me. <laughs> so then do you think you watched Kazam? And, and just and use just, my fucking imagination with the rest of the world. Changed somehow. Dude, it, it makes my brain bleed on the inside, dude. Wow. So, Kazam, yeah. right? 3.1 out of 10 on IMDb. <laughs> That's not very good. <laughs> not a so good start, yeah. I think Shazam would have been a lot better. Mm, it was. Um, okay, so trapped in, yeah, trapped for thousands of years. Let's see. Trapped for thousands of years, a magical genie finds himself indebted to a troubled child who releases one him. Out. <laughs> Releases him. <laughs> However, he falls. He fails his master when he decides to he pursue. Fails his masters, dude. Yeah, when he decides Hector. to pursue a musical career. You joking? I have to fuck that. Bro, is this like High School Musical, but like yeah. before High School it's Musical? It's not the kid from Thing. Is it not? No, dude. Not it's a- some weird toad-looking child. <laughs> <laughs> and that child looked like a toad. Look at that. Dude, that, this is this is troubling me. No, look at that. It's not the same no, kid. That? No, no, no. I do not remember that movie, dude. I've never seen that one. So I remember this life, poster. Dude. I remember this poster. I remember that. Yes. But I remember that it was Shazam was and not Kazam. So search search Shazam and you'll find that poster. But it'll be Sinbad at the top and yeah. it'll be Home Improvement Kid at the bottom. <laughs> and I swear to God, that is what I remember. I don't, so, this is fucking bullshit, dude. So, so I'm this calling is, you out, Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> Show us. Where does the poop go? We want to know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know that child has. That looks like a fucking Hallmark movie, dude. Look there's his bum. This is what the child looks like now. Yeah, check there. Oh, my word. <laughs> That is not the same person. That guy aged like white wine. (laughs) 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 Fucking vinegar, dude. That is, yeah, but you see, that's such a mind fuck. So I got into this thing, right? I don't know, my algorithms are kicking off, dude. And they're like, oh, you're feeling kind of tired. Your brain's kind of tired. Let me fuck you up some more. It's like there's proof that we live in a simulation. Have you ever seen your neighbors unpacking groceries? I saw that today as well. That fucked me up, dude. I've seen my neighbors get checkered 6060. Does that count? No, no, but like I had to think <laughs> for a twice, long time, dude. I had to think for a long time about people unpacking a car of groceries. That's I can't true, re- I, I cannot remember when I last saw some like a neighbor unpacking groceries. But do you think it's different because here in South Africa we have high hall walls and you don't high really- holes. <laughs> high holes. We have high hopes. High holes. <laughs> Damn, dude. High walls. So we, we don't, don't really do see our legs go all the way to the top. <laughs> high holes. <laughs> I mean, I, I stay in a complex. So Fair like, enough. Yeah, true. And I've never seen my neighbors unpack their car. They've never taken groceries. That's true. Actually, when I lived in London, yeah, it, it, I didn't see anybody unpacking groceries. It fucks me up. 
And there, it was all the cars parked in the same place. That's the problem. Like together, and then you go to your houses. What are they eating? <laughs> Where does the poop go? Yeah. But now, what if they're experiencing the same thing, and they're like, these people that live next door to me are robots. But I'm the main character, dude. Hectic. <laughs> Sound like <laughs> half of Twitter. <laughs> main character syndrome. Yeah, no, yeah, so I mean, like, if you think about it, we're all living in our own version of um, The Truman Show. Yeah, yeah. I loved that movie. That was a fucking good movie. The movie was good, dude. That was a really good movie. But yeah, so like, so like we were saying, the, the whole, um, what do you call it? Mandela effect, right? Mm, mm. So we spoke about it last week, but again, that, that Shazam one for me is like the most prevalent one that I yeah, can that think one, of. That one's fucked me up more than also, any other one. Like the Onyx thing. Yeah, like you can that, get over it. But yeah. it, it, it bothered me for a while, mm. but then I got over it. Onyx spot with an I, not a mm. Y. I was like, okay. Yeah, maybe yeah. I, was, I mean, I was a stupid little kid, maybe. But Still are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now this Shazam thing, <laughs> that takes away a lot. a lot of my childhood, dude. But also, what about airplanes? What Listen, about airplanes? I understand the physics of airplanes. Okay. <laughs> I have flown in several. It fucks me up. But it does. It fucks <laughs> me up. That's just like, we do. That thing is like, I don't know what the average weight of a fucking airplane is. A lot. Yeah. But a you l- cannot tell me that wind... Right, can give you so much yeah, wind and pressure, and I understand downforce and all that cuck and speed and whatever. But it hurts me to think that there's enough wind going past this fucking metal thing in the sky that it can float. Dude, <laughs> all of the plane magic underneath it. Dude, it fucks me up. And then when you take it further, and you understand turbulence. So turbulence mm. is a different imp- uh, difference in pressure between what's above the plane and beneath the plane. Technically above the wind, the the wings, and um, there was a pilot that was describing. I think it's one of my sister's fiance's friends, and he was talking about it as if, like, if you put a plane or something in jelly, and you move the jelly around, like obviously the plane moves a bit, but there's pressure holding it in the middle the whole time. No plane's ever fallen out of the sky because of turbulence. Like, you can get injured in turbulence. Like you've seen people fucking. Yeah. Get thrown around thrown there. Under the seats and <laughs> but shit like that. A plane's never dropped out of the sky or broken because of turbulence. But also, if you look at the structure of a plane, the wings are like they're further floppy, back. Dude. They're also further back than you would think. Don't you think <laughs> yeah. that nose looks so heavy because it's bulgy? Right? So the wings are like in half. So the wings are like at the half of the plane, like in the half of the plane, right? In the middle of the plane, that's the word. And um, don't you think that <laughs> they're at the half of the plane? And they're in the half of the plane. <laughs> no, they're in the middle of the plane. And don't you think that no should just like dive the whole time? The whole thing like, should fucking just, dive, dude. How does it stay up? It doesn't make sense. And have you have you seen, dude? You really want to fuck yourself up? Damn, dude. Yes, that Thank is you. so uncomfortable. <laughs> so if you really want to fuck yourself up, go look at stress tests on planes Jeez. and look how they bend those wings, dude. Bro, they, they, they bend, bend them those so that wings. they're almost like in a U shape. Bro, it's it fucking is, wild. It is insane. Oh. They literally like almost fold those things around the plane. Yeah, like so that's how much those wings can move. So like the plane, your average like seven four seven now just looked. It weighs one hundred and eighty three thousand kilograms. So that's one hundred and eighty three tons. Yeah. 
183,000. Yeah. yeah, so it's 183 tons. tons of mass, right? Of like metal and all of these other fucking components. But still, it it's still like it does. It fucks me up that I'm just like, how do they get 183 tons to just? You know how you know how I know it's just magic, you know? dude. Because I don't jump higher when I run. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Technically, Look, I mean, even if it's a fair, I'm not the most aerodynamic. <laughs> no, no, chum, but listen, but, uh, if you if your max jump height, right, or yeah, your yeah. max airtime, if you yeah. jump still, technically, if we're talking about yeah. pressure from above and below, if you ran and jumped, you should get more airtime. Technically, right? I'm just putting that out there, dude. Somebody needs to prove this to me. Mythbusters. Reanimate that shit, dude. But it's also like that picture where it's got like a car and it's got a big sail in front. And in the There's fan. so many pictures, Albert. I was explaining the picture, dude. <laughs> Don't be so rude. Damn. <laughs> it's like that picture. <laughs> I was explaining which one I was talking about. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's the one with the fan and the, on the car, and then there's a big sail in front of the car. Yeah. And it doesn't work. You know, like the fan's blowing wind onto the sail. Why doesn't that work? Why can't you go forward? Yeah. So, so that I can explain. So if you... There's pressure both ways, right? Yeah, so, the fan's so, so pushing you backwards. So it's equal pressure yeah, that yeah. it's pushing backwards. So the fan has to be on something else because that means that the point of relevance of the pressure isn't on the actual car. So that fan is pushing as much forward as it is receiving resistance every, backwards yeah. essentially every force has an yeah. equal and opposite force yeah what's Newton that? second law yeah that one i like in thick f <laughs> we can't Newton's, write that yeah oh, okay <laughs> the greater the mass the greater the attraction <laughs> yeah. that's, that's better we can write that yeah, we can we put can that in the that. textbook <laughs> that's for the nobel peace prize he literally just wrote that i like in thick f um and yeah so so the whole idea of that is like if you if you have the fan behind you like a wind tunnel then uh, your your fan isn't mounted to the car, so it's actually pushing the car away from it. Whereas if the fan's mounted on the car, then it's got a lot Part of, of resistance coming back. Yeah, yeah, so if you think about like those wind tunnels where they do the, the skydiving testing, shit, yeah. you know, like they're, they're not attached to that fan, so they can fly around. Yeah. But if they were, if you strap a fan to you, you won't have the same effect. Yeah, yeah. Does yeah, that make you, sense? I mean, if you've got a massive fan attached to say, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Like I was thinking about I it, know. and I was like, "How big does know. that fan need to be <laughs> for you to just fuck off like, into the air?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, like when you check those chums, like doing the fucking wake riding or the not the wake riding, the, the windsurfing jetpacks, dude. Oh, Have you seen the, the military jetpacks now that they did on the aircraft carriers, where the guy like he like flies from one to another yeah. and it's these two aircraft carriers between and he flies like over the fucking ocean did you see the homie that attached like an automatic nine mil to his head on a jetpack yeah dude and like he flies and wherever he looks the the nine mil like points and so he's oh. like literally flying and just fucking shooting shit dude I didn't see that, but I saw America. <laughs> Fuck I yeah. Saw, I saw these ones where these like attached like to their helmet on the bike. So they've got mm. on the front of the bike, they've got the camera on a stabilizer. And then there's a sensor on the helmet. So wherever they're looking, the camera moves and looks well, it's like the same that thing. Well. I mean, that's how Apaches work. Yeah. Apaches yeah. literally use like like um eyesight guidance. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but but even the the guns, they yes. they like it's all attached to their helmets and the 
dynamos and whatever is in that thing. So every all time gadgets, all them machines, <laughs> goddamn magic mains. <laughs> so everywhere they look, that's what you wear. Yeah, yeah. shit shoots, dude. That's crazy. That's yeah. fucking amazing. And I mean, like you think to yourself, where like that technology's come from? Like I mean, a couple of years ago, I can ago, tell you where that technology came the from. The wars. No, dude. America. Did you ever have that um, Shazam? <laughs> Did you ever have that uh, toy back in the day? Which and one? It was like a <laughs> so many toys. Yeah, so many fucking toys. Well, I was telling you which one. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like this, you had this little pack that you put on your belt, right? And then it had tubes and you wore this headpiece. Belt. And it had like a little cover that went over your eye. Yeah. And then you shouted and it yes, shot. Yes, I remember, Do you remember that, that actually, yeah. That's where and the Apache technology came from. Run around dude. like a fucking idiot in the garden going, shoot, shoot, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> in the meantime, everybody thinks there's just a weird dog next door. A <laughs> <laughs> weird Shame kid next door. That poor dog. They really should play with their child. <laughs> in the meantime, you just took like water coming over the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Get Christmas so like presents that. from all the neighbors because they feel bad. <laughs> but like, imagine like in World War Two, they had that shit already. Yeah. That would be fucking wild, you know. With water guns, <laughs> yeah, thing. yeah, shooty shooty guns with their voice. Guys, it's Christmas Day. Let's Sorry, put down our weapons. Guns, yeah. Let's play a little bit of footy, and then let's play water wars. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the whole of the German French <laughs> armies ah. running around on Christmas Day, <laughs> chasing each other with water pistols. No, There's them all picking up snow and like, <laughs> <laughs> to like make water. <laughs> 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 that technology that like you, you always think to yourself like where the fuck does that technology actually come from like even if you look at like warships so I mean like I play World of Warships and just the range on those things often fucks me up because I'm like okay this thing can shoot from Randburg to Krugersdorp in a straight line mm. and be within like 100 meters of its target and that's inaccurate and I mean, that's like 22, 23 Ks, you know, yeah. that fucking range for, to shoot a shell that is literally the size of a small person's leg. Fucking 23 kilometers. I, th- mm-hmm. I think it's a lot. Sorry, I'm, <laughs> I, I sound very a bigger American person. <laughs> now. Sorry, I sound very, I'm, it's the size of a washing machine. We'll do anything to not use <laughs> yeah. a metric system. Foots. Foots. <laughs> no, I, I can't remember now what the, what the, the actual, if it's like a 50 mil or 75 mil cannon. It probably is more actually, or yeah. 120 more cannons. So it's that's 12 big, centimeters. That's yeah. fucking massive, dude. And yeah. that thing then wants to shoot 23 fucking kilometers. That's far, dude. That sounds tiring. Yeah, exactly. Just thinking about that thing going that far makes me tired, dude. And I mean, it covers that distance so fucking quickly, and then it still wants to pierce. Nah, dude. It's wild. No, the military tech is crazy, dude. And I feel like it's always been this competition of just creating the most fucking wild yeah. shit. Yeah, like the Warthog, the AC-130. Dude, that technically, that thing shouldn't be able to operate. It, it's like, I tell you, it's like the humble bumblebee. Yeah, literally. It shouldn't be able to fly But you and know why shoot I can? Because nobody told it it can't. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> That's why. Everybody, all the pilots go to the AC-130s in the morning. You can fly. <laughs> yeah. You Just can hey, shoot stop more ammo it. in two Shh. minutes than you can carry. <laughs> Okay. Dude, literally. Yeah, literally 3,800 rounds a second. No? Uh, the 3,800 rounds in like 10 seconds or something. Something ridiculous like that. Like it literally can't carry enough ammo to shoot for what? 
A minute, yeah, two more minutes. than two and a half minutes or something stupid. America, <laughs> like it's just it's insane, dude. But it's it's fuck you technology, right? It's like always like pushing something, and like talking about fuck you technology. Let's talk about flipping SpaceX, dude. SpaceX, SpaceX, <laughs> <laughs> Elon's Musk. <laughs> <laughs> He is technology. He is French. He is disgusting. He is Elon's mask. Mm. Mm, I am brave. <laughs> I am blocked. Oh, defibrillate. I am reported. I am Elon's mask. <laughs> so, uh, SpaceX, fucking crazy dude, launched a rocket from a rocket. Did we speak about this? No, I feel like we. I didn't even know about did that. Did you not know no. about this? Holy shit, dude. Didn't know about it either. Did you know? Oh no. my God. Okay, so I, I love space, dude. And I love um, watching the, the all of these rocket companies trying crazy shit. Like you've got um, a, a rocket company, I think it's Rocket Labs, that are launching rockets in space. And then their recovery method is that this rocket pops out a, a parachute. Then a helicopter just tripping grapple hooks that parachute <laughs> and it brings it back down. <laughs> Swear to God. Fucking crazy tech. Um, SpaceX now launched, this is the second attempt that they've had at the, uh, at this, but I think it's 36 Falcon boosters, most powerful rocket ever launched, right? The first time they did this, they ripped up the launch pad. There were chunks of concrete bigger than like your lounge flying kilometers away from the launch pad, like Jeez, fuck man. off powerful and not what even the all fuck? the rockets. Yeah. So crazy. So basically they send this booster up. And there's another rocket, it's the SN series that's on the end. I think I showed you the the video of that oh, belly yes, flop. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the rocket on the top now. <laughs> oh shit. So this rocket they send up to space, this this SN yeah. series, right? And then um they get it up to a point and they let it hover. The they they like turn off rockets so that it's literally just chilling stable. And then they turn off the, the rockets and it just falls flat, like it it like belly down, flops, yeah, yeah. And it just slowly comes down. And then before it touches the ground, they throw in boosters and writes itself up and lands. So they got that right. Then they're like, what if we launch that off of the top of a fucking big ass booster, dude? So this is what they did. So in I think April of 2021, I think was yes. or last year, they launched this the first time. Fucked up the launch pad. They got it off the ground. Went up, didn't detach. Started oh, spinning, yes, I remember. And, and then, then they, fu- yeah, yeah, they yeah. just blew it up in the sky. Yeah. So now it's taken all of this time, but they launched now recently. I think it was like two, maybe three weeks ago. Send this thing up. All boosters work. Like a dream. Goes up perfect. Gets up to this height. Detaches. Other rocket starts firing. Gone. Like Just fucks off. Perfect. The booster's coming back down. They don't get to orientate it properly, so they blow blow it up. They call it like a rapid unscheduled disassembly. Also (laughs) known as an OSHA violation. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) but they blow it up into like smithereens. Yeah, yeah. I don't think any part of it is recoverable. No, it wouldn't be. It's just very hard fucking rain, dude. (laughs) It's a a big puzzle. Big, big, big puzzle. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) guess what I'm doing for the December, dude? It's (laughs) Christmas. Get the children around. Yeah, so they um, sent this other rocket up. So like it literally detaches. I want to show the video. It's fucking crazy. Um, And then that thing's supposed to go, I mean, this is their, I think it's a plan to get to Mars. So there's fuel for this thing to wrap it off. But also this is the first step in them doing domestic and international travel with rockets. 
because it's Elon's, it's SpaceX's plan, right? To send people around the world in two hours, less than a, an airplane, less fuel, less costs, overall okay. costs and all these things. Listen, <laughs> we just how spoke about cool. the, the magic of planes <laughs> and now they're like, But I understand this one, dude, fire. but this is a lot of rockets. <laughs> yeah, so I understand this is a lot of fire. Dude. Yeah, but you see that I understand, contained propulsion. Yes, like, yes, I understand it's that. It's got a certain amount of energy. It's being funneled out of a little fucking, okay, not a little hole, but a big hole. Yeah, relatively. So it's, it's yeah. giving that energy, that, that I guess. It's thrust. 100%. Yeah. It's, the, it's that thrust because you, I think it's because you can see the flame and yeah. you're like, oh, big fire, fire heart, fire energy. Yeah, with airplanes are like, oh. Big fan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we put four big fans <laughs> on wings. The whole way. <laughs> but also, how are they going to control the rockets? Like to take it's, people around the world and stuff like that. So from 30 seconds. How can you steer a rocket? So the, do they literally land rockets upright? I think steering is not their biggest concern. Like I yeah, think but they, they can land it upright. That's fine because you launch it upright too. So it goes yeah, up and down. But no, imagine no, no. trying to turn and so curve around a, the earth. This is a massive misconception. The earth is rockets, not flat. Rockets don't go straight up, eh? They launch at an angle. They launch yeah. at an angle because of the curvature of the earth. Yeah. So it's never going straight Coriolis up. So it still effect. has to come back down. So when they're oh, landing, man. when they're coming back down, they're actually coming down sideways. Yeah. And they've got these little grid fins that like, they like pull it down. Sorry, I spot on your couch there, dude. Um, but what's uh, really crazy about this, I completely forgot what I was talking about, dude. What were we talking about? The travel around the world in less than two hours, two hours less than a airplane? Yeah, no, anywhere in the world for two, uh, like in two hours. That's in two hours. Oh, I thought you meant like two, two hours. hours less than an airplane. I was like, well, that's not that impressive, I guess. No, no two hours anywhere in the world because you literally hours. go up to space. Yeah. And then come back. What about the space seagulls? Oh, what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. Gotta watch out for that. We gotta have space falcons. And space chippies. <laughs> <Yeah>. Space airstrike. <laughs> Bird strikes. <laughs> um, so um from 30 seconds in the countdown to the launch until that thing's landed, everything's controlled by AI. Yeah. No human intervention. Yeah. You have to override it. Why do the astronauts get paid so much then? <sighs> hey? I don't even fucking have a steering wheel. If they're making the computer monkeys do all the work now. (laughs) 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 All the little monkeys inside the computer. Sorry, wait, just fun fact, going back to the howitzer cannons on the fucking AC-130. Yes. So it's capable of firing 1,800 rounds per minute and it can only carry 3,000. So I was right. (laughs) Literally, it cannot even carry. Can't even do two minutes. Yeah, literally. I mean, it's like me. <laughs> that is a fucking long time, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, that was so, 800 rounds. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot, dude. Holy shit. Not in my whole life, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, that's what SpaceX did recently, which is fucking crazy. Um, yeah. the, the whole <laughs> the explosion, I mean, that second rocket that took off, they, they just wanted to, they called it like a hot, hot stage. So mm. that's where it like separates and it flies off. They just wanted to get to that point, happy with it, like blowing up and stuff. They want to bring it back down, but um, with all of that's the... That's like the ideal situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, to bring it all down and recover and then reboost, yeah, sure. But I mean, they built extra rockets because they're like, that's probably not going to happen. So that whole thing, that whole launch, all the components, everything, $100 million. They blew up that second rocket as well because yeah. they've got, they, they apply for licenses and yeah. there's rule sets. So if anything falls out of that rule set, they have to terminate. Like you can't, you can't go, oh, but let's just yeah. see. Let's see how much, like give us five more seconds. No, 
that thing falling <laughs> for five yeah. more seconds is a lot of distance covered. Yeah. So like it's, a lot, it's a lot more hazard. That's the problem. Yeah, huge. Yeah. And I mean, it's also such an uncharted territory because I mean, like, sure, there's a lot of astrophysics and a lot of um, aerodynamic research that goes on into rockets and stuff like that. But still, I mean, there's, you take such a risk with detonating stuff that high, especially when you look at debris and how debris travels and, and so on. Like, yeah, I mean, they they always joke about like a meteor like on a thousand ways to die when um, mm. Oak standing by the pool and the meteor comes down and fucking pierces him through the heart and then yeah what if that's actually just like a piece of old Elon Musk's <laughs> fucking little shippy that comes there's you get it's lodged in the neck with a fucking aileron like I'd be very interested to see what the actual like what how big those pieces are. When they destroy yeah, it, like the like, actual sounds. Uh, like I'm, I'm, I'm imagine with that kind of technology as well. When things blow up, um, the fail points in those things make those the debris yeah. a certain shape, right? Yes, yeah. So, so it would like, be yeah, uh, like supposedly small and round. You know, hopefully well, a confetti, hundred million dollar <laughs> confetti. Because it's yeah, it's insane, dude. It's it's really crazy, and people mm. aren't that far away from that explosion. No, like they aren't. Yeah, and I mean, like that's the thing. Like for me, it's. Like we we getting somewhere in the space race where it makes sense, you know. Like it it makes sense to pursue because for the longest time we were just doing the same shit. We were like, oh yeah, okay, we're gonna go to the moon. Okay, well, we've gone to the moon. That's fine. We've well, done the research that we sand, can do dude. for the for now. <laughs> you know, then we launched to Mars and that was big. And now it's just exchanging sort of um, astronauts on the ISS. Mm. Just exchanging astronauts on the ISS to keep doing research, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But it's like. At at what point do you say this is still worth it? And at what point do you say, okay, well, we actually not really getting anywhere? Because for me, it was almost at a point where it's like, we're actually not really getting anywhere until Elon Musk is like, actually, listen, this is the cool shit we can do now to mm -hmm. make it sort of relatively plausible to get to Mars. Well, well, I mean, with with SpaceX, it's their mission is to make space travel and and taking like cargo and stuff up a lot cheaper. Because they recycle things, right? So, yeah. if you uh, if you think about how many satellites get launched, like to go up to space, yeah, and yeah. like I was working, I was auditing a sports broadcaster. I can't name anybody, but um, they had to launch a satellite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they had to launch a satellite, and the cost of that was insane because the recovery of the boosters and stuff is yeah. it doesn't happen. Like, yeah, exactly. So it's just wasted tech. Up literally, there. yeah. Like they don't recover those things; they just send them. So um, now with this, like the launches might be sixty million something. Yeah, I've no. never thought of that as an expense for like a broadcaster before. Like, oh, you're launching a satellite. You know, it's even crazier, dude. How do you think satellites work? They reflect things. No, no, I don't. Like, how do you think we get signal from satellites? Like, like you know, like that that old game on the TV <laughs> where you'd like a ping pong like that, but they but, bounce it from like here to Paris, then to like Tunisia, then to us. No, sure. Over the okay. satellites. Maybe I'm asking the wrong question here. Satellites orbit I'm the Earth, big right? Brain bitch. So, like, satellites go around the. Yes. No. <laughs> they Otherwise, your satellites should have to move as well, right? Okay. Think about this. Yes. Are you saying that it travels with us as we turn? It's got fuel. So the reason they had to launch another satellite was because it ran out of fuel. So instead oh, of bringing that. Diesel price went up. <laughs> instead, yeah, you have to do it before yeah, the first quickly. 
Ich studiere bevor der First Wednesday. Ja. Oh, shit, forgot. Did I forgot. Ich habe die Cards, E-Bucks. Ich fülle das mit E-Bucks. So, but remember as well, like now, you can't bring a satellite down, refuel it, and then send it up, because you know how long that takes. That means nobody has a signal for that time. I mean. So you uh, have to launch another satellite to take up its space. Oh, uh, yeah, like a backup satellite. Yeah, so, like okay. a courtesy satellite. <laughs> no, no, no. It's literally the same. This is, it's this is just going to Toyota, and uh, <laughs> this is your courtesy car. Here's a Yaris for your, your land cruiser. This is a Class E. Yeah, <laughs> here's a land cruiser. Um, yeah, so they literally have fuel and boosters to keep them in orbit so that your satellite dishes don't have to move. Those satellites stay in that same relative position. But then when they re replace them, do they bring the other one back down? Or? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, otherwise it, the the parking spot there. It's only it depends it's eh? for one parking spot. <laughs> it's actually a really good question. Yeah, no, it is because I mean, um, like in my mind, not everybody would, brings them down. No, you you know, like you'd make them disposable, sort of like one shot use in my mind. Because for me, a the headache of trying to fucking figure out how that thing's going to come back down in one mm. piece for you to use it again is a different story. And then also, here's something. By the time that thing comes back, you're telling me that the technology is still relevant. Because yeah. how long does that thing stay up there for? No, At least like 10 not, years? Yeah, I wouldn't say that. I, probably. I'm no. not too sure. I didn't ask too many details. I was just I fucking dumbstruck with... Yeah. The concept like, of fucking launching a satellite. <laughs> yeah, because remember, this was an asset that I had to verify. That's crazy. Young. So how do you verify Show a satellite? Show me the satellite. Dude. Show me through your little telescope, sir, where your satellite is. How much did you spend on the satellite? Yeah, so like that's the thing. It's like this is an asset on the Do you have the, the load test certificate for your satellite? So, yeah. dude, it's crazy. So you have to verify this thing. So how do you think you verify a satellite, dude? Through a telescope. Well, you test the ping, right? So you test that it actually exists, that you're mm. getting signal and stuff. So, like the cartoon network and into channel O. <laughs> see how quick that happens. But it, it becomes quite complex. Like, there's a lot of, I can't really talk about like all variables. of the tests and stuff because, like, you also you have to prove that it's that kind of satellite. It's got that kind of tech. It's worth that much. And that's very specialist equipment. Oh, like, yeah. You can't just go like to McCarthy and go, oh, can I just check how much your uh, satellites cost? Yeah. <laughs> no, sorry, we don't have that in stock. <laughs> we just sent that's one up. Wild. <laughs> no, but that, yeah, that is. I mean, that's not something I've ever actually considered. Like, I know, I, I suppose it's just something that we've taken for granted mm. in terms of saying, like, okay, this is satellite technology and satellite communication technology is. Something that we in our sort of day and age have, have just taken for granted, like even like Wi-Fi and internet. It's just something that we take for granted. Like for us, it's almost like a, a staple, like you need internet to survive. Whereas back in the day, it was like, a you know, when Neotel eventually comes to the area, we'll get it, you know, or our burst. Literally. So, you know, like having that idea or like, I suppose if you're in that field and you're exposed to it, it's it's a relative thing. So it's it's fine. You you're exposed to that. Like I'm used to knowing what large quantities of liquids look like or are or how yeah. they move. And you and really stuff have like to that. explain what kind of field you're in because I'm, people are like, oh, is this guy uh, yeah. is he a sailor? Yeah, I am actually. <laughs> so, so this guy uh, work at the Vol Dam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, in in Denaceville there, yeah. <laughs> no, so I mean I work in a chemical systems factory or chemical factory and uh, I do quality control. But I mean like we do volumes anywhere ranging from batches from like fifty kilograms mm. to five kilogram lab batches all the way up to we do oh, one of ours is we do twenty five ton batches. 
So it's not 25 tons at a time, but collectively one batch is 25 tons made up of 3,000 liters mixing at a time. So that's three tons. So, so that's 25,000 liters. So that is, to put it in perspective, your average household pool, that is 10 meters by three meters by two meters will be about 75,000 liters. Mm. So 75 tons of water. So and, and uh, uh, if you take a box of a meter by a meter by a meter, yeah. so a cube of water, that is one ton. So when you, like in the ocean, you're having a jewel there in Belito and you get pushed up by a wave, mm. that's literally a ton of water coming towards you. If not, like in, in a one meter by one meter by one meter space, that is a ton of water, a thousand do kilograms. You, do you think if that wave was faster, it could take off? <laughs> It's not made of aluminum. <laughs> not made of aluminum. It doesn't have any magic. Yeah, it doesn't have any magic below it. Yeah, so so I suppose that's also it's just like a relative thing. So for me, like when somebody's like, oh, wow, they they delivered twenty five tons of fuel. I'm like, their average tank is thirty tons, so it actually delivered five thousand less than what it can carry. Like yeah. its safe carrying capacity is like thirty tons. You know, so dude, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm like. Uh, you just reminded me of like a core memory when I was um sticking your hand in petrol. <laughs> no, when I was when I was in primary school, I remember these uh, kids arguing on the playground. This one my dad's stronger than your dad. <laughs> no, well, dude. my dad didn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, uh. No, so um, I just distinctly remember this one kid. His ears were they protruded from his head quite a bit. He looked like a wingnut. So, so I just remember this kid turning to him and saying, yeah, you know, if you run too fast, you might take off. <laughs> like, and that just like stuck in my mind. Yeah. I can see him saying it. And I remember like being so shocked, but laughing about it <gasps> so hard later. Cause yeah. it took so long for me to realize what the fuck was going on. Yes. If that kid runs fast enough, he'll take off. Dude. Yeah. You throw him off a roof <sighs> and he just starts gliding. <laughs> it's like a safe landing. BFG, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. But yeah, look, so, so it is like, like you say, it's all like relative to your exposure. Mm. You know, so like you say, it's not something you've considered that when you started your journey of your, your career that you were like, one day I'm going to have to audit a satellite. No, <laughs> dude, know, I mean, I, I've like one of the cool things that I, like I audited quite a, quite a cool group of companies. One of them was a soccer team and um, soccer teams Black are very River unique Football as well. Club. <laughs> so those are very interesting as well because how do you, you can't, treat people as assets oh yeah fair enough so how do you but yeah. they are assets how, yeah they are they are so assets. how do you value them talent i guess yeah yeah but like you said how do you justify that expenditure so so the way that you compile like an asset that's a human like yes, that yeah. is like you take their con your contract and you break it down to the appearance experience. fees like all of those things so you take a contract it's their but pay. do you also break it down to like the experience so you say it's worth this That's, person is worth this much because they provide this much value in return to the club well i mean that that all get tied to their contract value because if they say if it's like so the kid's been paid thirty thousand rand a month yeah. you capitalize that over the duration of the contract so that for a full year 360k over yeah. five years blah 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 you know so that's the value of the contract but what happens when they get injured? What do you think yeah. happens? They get shot like horses. <laughs> Take him out back, dude. 
get oh. shot by horses. Yeah, no, we're, we're going to the vet. Yeah, we're going, we're to, going the vet. to just going to go. We're going to go to the farm. Yeah, we're, we're going to go for an ice cream. Come get in, the, get in the black escalade. We're going to go for an ice cream. No, so they they literally um, they write off part of the contract. Hectic. So like that portion of the contract would be, but but do they reclaim it? So do they try reclaim the you cost? So like if you've insurance. got an asset and you want to get rid of it, you sell it. Yeah, I mean that's a separate circumstance, but yes, yeah, so yes. there's there's profit and losses on the sale yeah. of players. 100%. Yeah, so let's say so let's say like okay, let's say let's use Brittany as an example, mm. right? So she broke her leg last year. Yeah. So if she was say worth five million rand to a team of a five year contract, so a million rand a year, just for round figures, makes it easy yeah, for yeah. my BA brain. Yeah. So she broke her leg. She was out for minimum say six months. With rehabilitation. Well, let's say it was a six million rand contract because that's one point two million a year, there which makes it a hundred thousand per there month. Right? So it's okay. Yeah. Big brains, check out this guy. That's why they pay you the big bucks. They eh? pay me fuck all. <laughs> I'll speak to them. pay me whoever they is. Listen. <laughs> yeah. So so I mean, you take that. So she's out for six months. So that mm-hmm. means it's six hundred thousand rand. That's minimum, an impairment to the minimum. Asset. I'm saying minimum yeah. because. There's a lot of rehabilitation that goes into that. So that's actually, there's more expenditure because now you're losing that money because they're not bringing in money or revenue, but you're then also losing more because you're actually having to spend on physio, yeah. medicine, Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's those are the normal expenses that a football club would work into. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's their financial plan. Yeah, but you impair that asset because you're making no money from it. Yeah. So an asset is something that you recover value for yes. for longer than a year. Yes. Right, so... Um, their value is yeah. in that person's talent and they quantify that by the okay, value of the, the contract enough. for yeah, the year. Yeah. So if they're not getting any value, you have to impair that asset. They're not getting so, the money from it. So they would impair it. They, they would write off 600,000 rand. But then you're... The person still gets paid, all of that stuff. How do they afford to though? That's that's my crazy thing. So there's a lot that comes to like um, sports rights, like broadcasting rights and things yeah, like that. Clubs yeah, get that paid when they're... they're the games get shown, yes. prize winnings, all of those things. If you're in the Premier League, um, then you get paid for that as well. Yeah. Like uh, each team gets money. Um, there's also the sales of players. I mean, it's a full-on business. It's yeah, it's, a it's super interesting as well. Yeah, yeah it's super that interesting. Is, that's, that's well interesting actually. Yeah, and that's yeah, pretty and much a, as far as, as interesting as auditing goes. <laughs> I don't know. I think it can be, it quite can be cool things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, but like you say, I mean, it's it is. It's like weird shit. Like. You do eventually end up doing weird shit. Like, yeah. you know, we, we've been approached before by a company to make sex lube. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Didn't work so well. It was quite burny. Yeah. <laughs> Should have washed my hands what, first. What's the, <laughs> how do you test that, dude? Hey? How do you, what's the, like the test? Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so funny enough. So actually, so you don't like, I mean, so we would take, say, something that we know has certain properties for lubrication. So you get a general formula. Like, so so like a lube for sex is actually very easy. That's that's quite easy in terms of saying that there's well, so much spit. of it's been made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's actually very difficult to make because you have to get everybody to spit in a giant vat. That's horrible. Weird smell afterwards. Um, so, so like that, you because there is so many formulas readily available online where – 
like companies like say Protea Chemicals or CIM or, or those places, they often release a formula book where they say you need so much of this, so much of this, so much of this. They don't necessarily list name brands, although they do. So like we say when we when when the factory started a couple of years ago, almost seventeen yeah, seventeen oh, years ago. Just a couple. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Albert was a little piccanini. Um, he was a sparkle in his dad's ball sack. So. <laughs> <laughs> just an itch. Just an itch, yeah. pinch and squeeze. <laughs> pinch and roll, yeah. So, so like that. So, like, you then, you're able to then put your, if you've got a proprietary blend of wax emulsions like we do, you're then able to put that forward and say, okay, this works well in a floor care sort of thing. And then... Uh, Protea Chemicals will put that in their their logbook and say, okay, we use or we recommend this product for this floor care and you use this much of it. So the same thing applies for like a loop. So you can find that. But then how we'll test it is we've got different tests in the lab. So it's not like we've got like a bunch of like people just stooping there in the lab to check when it dries up and whatnot. <laughs> so we'll have like our, our, like my favorite one that we have in the lab is we've just got like old tires in our lab to test different tire shines that we've made. <laughs> so there's like all these different tires that have like, like little stripes on them from all different sections of like different tire shines and whatever. So you go in there and like, there's one tire that's just fucking covered in dust. And you know that that one's like the oldest one because we've been testing it for the longest. So the same thing, we'll take like old tiles or glass or something like that and you'll drip it on there and then see what the runoff rate is like. You'll yeah, see yeah, what the drying stuff, rate. Right? Yeah, mm. exactly. So it is, it seems silly, but the tests are actually really simple. So you wouldn't, because of the ease of that product, you wouldn't actually test it on animals or humans because you know that it is technically safe. We know by now that science has proven that it is safe as long as you stick to these sort of chemicals. Yeah, because you, you're kind of testing components and, and their yeah. combinations. And if you know those things yeah. individually and together, then kind of the like, chemical reaction you understand. Well, that's it. It's like kind of like sunflower oil. It's not like all of a sudden now they're like, oh, sunflower oil is actually bad for you. But we've known it's so bad for us for years yeah. because we've been using it and seeing adverse effects. Put yeah. it on your dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's coconut oil. Oh, yeah, yeah. Aldi, you've been very quiet. Oh, so you've been leaning over here, right holding there. your hip. You're right. What's it? some new technology in the camera and filming industry, actually? I had no, I don't have anything to say about these subjects because they're way over my brain. I'm a creative. I'm way over smart. my brain. <laughs> and also, <laughs> the, the whole setup we've got here is a bit limiting at this moment in time. But uh, we'll get there one day. Yeah, I don't know what, I mean, like, there was Back no other question. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, that's the weather for today. Don't catch me on yeah. the studio. <laughs> but I'll be, I want to actually, uh, yeah. I want to chat to you because there's a lot of content creators that like listen to the podcast. Um, so, uh, yeah. oh wait, you say Sorry. next. No, but, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not on in the next round of touches. Okay, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> no, 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 no. Next. No, it's just I remember. So finish your thoughts and then I'll get to my question. I just wanted to, so one thing I focus on a lot in my coaching is like everybody wants to buy tech, tech, tech. They're like, oh, we need the, the latest cameras. We need this to be the best. That's what everybody <laughs> yeah. believes. It's like you need the best fucking camera or phone like, to be the best. But tech know? doesn't make content. It makes content look better. But the thing that I find that people miss out on fundamentally is lighting. Like they don't get lighting yeah. right. So uh, like what I found is like I had a really shitty camera. I think it was like a C9, this is a C270 yeah, or C270, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, but I got such exceptional quality out of that because I did two things. I got my lighting right and then I used a green screen, which was just 
200 brands worth of bright yeah, green fabric. Fucking, I let the grannies help me there at the fabric shop. Factory shop yeah. um, so the camera had less things to focus on. Just had to focus on me and I was well lit up, you know. Um, so with with your experience in film, how much is like lighting, how important is that for everything? Like? So I think lighting is probably the most important part of the whole film in general. In lighting, I mean, in creating the film, lighting is the biggest part of pre-production because it creates depth within whatever scene you're doing. So it's not only lighting the subject and making sure people see what the subject is, but it's also making sure that important little like things in the background that you want people to notice are lit as well. And also creating the depth so that it's not just a flat image. It's like a 3D image, you know, so people can see where this person is in what room or what area and things like that. So lighting, for me, yeah, you definitely do not need the best camera, the best lenses, anything like that. Lighting is probably the most important. And something that's so important about what you were just saying there as well is like you you, you said um, that there's depth, like depth to camera, like depth to the, the image that the camera is creating is really important. And this is something that creators fuck up dude yeah because what they do is they throw they throw a light behind the camera and that's the only source of light so that light is shining flat on so what it's flattening somebody's face yeah because there's no you don't see any shadows there's no shadow like on either side of the nose or yeah. like the cheekbones whatever yeah, it's it is very 2d it's just like very a flat 2D, image yeah. flat images so like my like I, i'm i'm like learning right now so my advice to them is like a three light setup is the best setup that you can have that's that 245 yeah. degree and a hair light, yeah. which is fucking insulting to me. Yeah. <laughs> you should dim that one down, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. A shiny light. <laughs> is that right? Or is there a better yeah, setup? Yeah, so there is a three-point lighting system, which is probably like the base of any lighting system you can use. Even in the films today, the base they start at is a three-point lighting system, and then they add wherever they need light. So one right next to the camera, so camera and then say to the right or left of it you have your key light which is the one that'll light your subject and then you've got your background lighting so that'll just behind so you don't see it in your frame or in your picture and that'll just literally just point backwards to the background whatever the background is so that adds the depth already and then you've got one coming from the left or the right not directly on just a little bit more next to the, the key light yeah mm. and that is adding your shadows then that'll add your shadows to the to the right or left of your subject that's for lighting a person but even for lighting an area three uh, three point lighting system is the best way to do it so like um the, the next thing people say to me is like oh but i can't afford key lights so my lighting <laughs> like I don't think I've ever shown you my lighting, but my lighting no. is three ceiling fans that have been <laughs> what? No, dude, I swear no, to God, they've been welded onto the top of a random piece of metal, like this pole. Like the fans you have in your room. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, been welded onto that, and then on those ceiling fans, you know, they're they're like those. I mean, on those lights, they're like those lights where they got that oh, little yes, plastic yeah, disc yeah. in front. Close pegs with wax paper over <laughs> that diffuse. for diffusion, yeah. right? So I've got the soft light on one of those that comes. So if I'm watching my my screen, that that hits me this side. Yeah. But all my lights are in one place. But I've got a white ceiling and a white wall. So I don't have diffusion uh, on those yeah. other ones. So I shine it against the wall. Yeah. And I get like a softer look of the right. Yeah. And then the other one's pointing to the roof. So I get a softer fucking 
bald head light. <laughs> so, so like yeah. that's that's how I set my thing up. So everything's going from one focal point, but I'm using white walls and like um yeah, you're balancing the light off correctly. Yeah, yeah. So putting white like, white objects in front of things. And yeah, when it, when it lights up that white object, that gives you a white light. Exactly, but also what another way to like make your your face look soft and things like that. So if you moisturizer, yeah, moisturizer. That's a good one. <laughs> Nivea for men is a good one. Damn, I've seen Sia Khaleesi yeah. use that. Right? That's for this skin, sponsored guys. The one, yeah. two, three, four skin. <laughs> <laughs> also, this is also coming from somebody Gross, who, who sets an alarm on his phone to moisturize. Oh, my man. How many times do you moisturize a day? My man. What's up, dude? Give me a dab. <laughs> dab me, dude. Dab me up. Dab me up. Yes. My man. <laughs> moisturize my head. <laughs> so time of the morning, boy. <laughs> and that's how Benji was created. <laughs> but like even so if you have one one light, like one strong light, you don't even it doesn't even have to be strong. If you've only got one light to work with, what you do is you face it just off to the side of your face. So if you're looking straight Make it to the left or the right, just a little bit. And then next to you or next to whatever you're lighting, have a black piece of carpet mm. or something like that. That already softens the face or your subject. A it's big, just cardboard, like a lot, lot yeah, yeah. Paint cardboard absorbs a lot. Yeah, just a little, yeah, exactly. Because that's what even, black does, right? Black is the absence of light. Yeah. So like it literally, it, it pulls the light away. Exactly. So it's pulling it away and making you already softer. But even mm. as you were saying earlier, like, People say they don't have a key light, things like that. So your key light doesn't have to be the strongest, strongest light. It can be your weakest light in the thing, in your like box setup. of lights or mm. your setup or whatever. But it just has to be brighter than your other lights. So yeah. if you've got a key light that is dim, make sure your other lights, your background and your other light is just light, uh, dimmer than your key light. Your and key light just needs to be the brightest in your setup. But that, it's it's also really important that people understand that a key light it's it's literally terminology for your main light. This is yeah, the one that you're yeah, pulling the most. Yeah. So it's not from. like an actual Elgato key light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not that that it's about. not a brand. It's not name. a brand thing. This is not a sponsored. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Yeah, hit us up for key lights. Um, no, no, but it is like it's your it's your focal light. It's your main light. Mm. Yeah. And you just said a really important word, and it was something that you're touching on earlier as well. Is that lights? points people's attention to things. Yes, yeah. So like <laughs> if you want somebody to notice something, you shine a light on it and the camera picks up. Yeah, you Cameras make pick it up noticeable. Light, right? yeah. I mean, this is the simplest explanation of why lighting is so important is that a camera takes light and turns it into, into an, image. an image. That's exactly it. So yeah. if you're not lighting up things properly, because I had somebody that went and they bought like an expensive um, DSLR camera, <laughs> set it all up, but they're using their normal ceiling, like literally switch on the wall lights. Yeah. They're like, oh, my camera quality is so shit. I'm like, yeah, what, what light is it working with, dude? Like, yeah, it's, it's just capturing so, yeah, the mean, same light. Yeah. Like, it can't work with anything more. It's limited. But that's why your best webcams for the right lighting are C920 and a Brio, basically. If you're looking mm. for entry level stuff, then you can look at a C922. Um, or even, like you said, that C720. Or C270. Or C270. That, thing, that, that old school. I don't one. even think yeah. you can get that. Yeah, exactly. You know what the best camera is? Why did I speak the like that? Dude? <laughs> <laughs> my mouth stopped working, have. dude. My, my lips stopped oh, moving. Did you see oh, that, dude? It's because they're dry. I'm just seeing if I can raise both my arms above my head. Do you smell toast? 
No, you smell <laughs> I'm toes. good. I'm good. I'm good. You smell toes. <laughs> yes. Um, no, yeah. So, so it's it's. Um, what are you talking about? The best camera. The best camera. <laughs> the, sorry. Best camera that everybody's literally got. The one you have. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> your but, phone. Yes, it's your phone. Your phone oh. has so much fucking technology built into those things. It's better than any webcam that people are getting. It's, it's like if they grab. I mean, I'm not talking for like film grade stuff. I'm saying no, like no, no, but yeah, I around. mean, it's true though, even like, because as you were saying earlier, people go out and buy the best, like the best equipment because they think a better camera will do better things and make better content and things like that. But I have a, I mean, there's a page on Instagram I follow where the guy literally just makes content with his phone. And, and it's exceptional, He right? puts his phone on a gimbal and it looks exactly like a cinematic film. Like it's yeah. a beautiful, beautiful content. But, but for, as like a webcam... It's, I mean, you're not going to get a webcam that's got the same technology as a phone. No, but you're, no you're spending what, like two and a half, three thousand rand on a webcam. But you've got like, you, people definitely have old phones. I've got like an S8 that I've shown one of my clients. I've shown in the quality of it. They were like, oh, did you get a new camera? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's a DSLR, this and that. And we're talking on the call the whole time. And they're like, dude, just this, this camera is so nice. And then I like, <laughs> I like took a photo and I sent it to him. It was an S8. Yeah. And I was like, Dude, this is this is what you can but do with these it. things. Yeah. If you go into pro mode, you can control all of your lighting, all of yeah. that stuff. It's you way can better. even set LUTs on a pro mode, if I'm not mistaken. And that's the next thing I actually want to yeah. speak about. LUTs are so fucking important. So important. Listen, take it from someone who's pale. LUTs are very <laughs> important. Because the problem is if you've got good lighting, like you've got bright lights, they really lack her. And you, like, if you're lucky enough that you're on your ring lights or whatever, like I've got a ring light that I can set the the brightness of it, but I can also set the warmth mm. and the tone of the light. So it's not like the bright blue light. So it looks like I'm in fucking twilight, you know, and that I'm about to sparkle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better this is the skin of a killer. Oh, don't look at me. I'm a cheeseburger. <laughs> so, so the whole thing is that you, you can put a light over your camera and all that is is like it's a filter and you can set the warmth of the image that you are projecting like with your camera in OBS or mm. whatever you're recording. Yeah, well, Even uh, in post-production, if you're just doing YouTube stuff, that's the most you need important it. it's thing. It's color grading, right? It's, it it's color grading Calibrating. for live, yeah, your, your live content and you can throw it over mm. any video source. But but basically, in a nutshell, a lot is corrective it's, yes. it's literally correcting the colors to what you see with your natural eye or if you want to enhance different things. Yeah, um, exactly. I don't know. I mean, you're coming from the film side of things, color grading in live streaming, um, you know, like with lighting and stuff, people can't always get it right there, but a lot covers it quite a lot. Yeah, no, definitely for um, live streaming. So like lighting can only do so much. It does a lot. It definitely is the first point of, your setup you need to focus on but then for live streaming LUTs are very important because in the film industry you can get by with LUTs I mean without LUTs you can sort of get by with the lighting because you can manipulate it a lot more than when you're live streaming and you're thing. working with higher grade stuff and you're working with higher grade stuff exactly yeah and you know you don't want to really stop your live stream and then fix your lighting while you on the live stream you know you want to sort of have it set up beforehand whereas we can stop a scene, be like, these lights aren't working. Reshoot. Let's yeah. do another one and we reshoot something, you know. So lights are definitely um, important for 
live streaming. And as you say, it just color corrects to what you naturally see or what your eye naturally sees. Yeah, so I, I go through this process of like reviewing people's, um, some of my client streams and I, I go, okay, well, let's just take a freeze frame. So, so I create lights. And like yeah. the easiest way to do it is like in Lightroom. So yeah. basically all I do is I take a screenshot of their stream, like when they're streaming there, blow up their, their webcam or like take like a just chatting where it's a full screen thing, pull it into Lightroom. You do all your color correction and then you can literally export that as a light and import it as a photon to that camera source. Yeah. So you can work out how you want to look as your light, yeah. <laughs> export it. Like you can set it up so perfectly, any look you want. I mean, I mean, I've done that as well with my, so the editing I do on the photography side of things, I've created LUTs for my photography that then I can put into my videos as well that I can yeah. use into my video editing. Yeah. So this we literally just added as a photo of your camera and yeah. pop it on there. Um, we've gone as far as creating LUTs for like horror streams and stuff as well. So that the video feed, the game feed and stuff also has like a, uh, like eerie. a eerie feel yeah. of it yeah so there's so many different things you can do <laughs> but these these are like i don't think people understand the power of production that they've got with a, a free software but like it's OBS. also small elements that's the thing so like it even like daddy things. cool when he he did like a, a thing for me with that streamer feature he did he did one where he took the screenshot and he's like why is your webcam so small so i was mm. like because I think people come mainly for the gameplay. He's like, no, he's like, people come for you, not for the gameplay. He's like, fucking blow that camera up if you want to. Mm. So I moved my camera to the middle of the screen. Well, not middle, but like <laughs> right, in the, right in the middle of the game. Watch this headshot and it shoots in my head. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. So, so let's say the center line. So the, the center third, essentially, if you're looking at it laterally, but then all the way to the left. So I, I did that. And then all I did is create a basic frame that had like just a little color motion, like a color a wheel mm. and then also i put a lot on that and it changes everything it, it really everything. does change everything and even if you just got a bit of movement around you it sort of it just draws attention very carefully well, somebody came today or yesterday um and they were they have a simple setup but it looks so clean because what they did is they just took their their rectangle webcam and they just added a drop shadow yeah it was oh, a, that's nice. you know how clean that looks. Yeah. It's not, it's like not a long tail drop shadow. It's just a tiny little drop shadow that looks mm. like the, the images yes. on top, you yeah. know, like you can see that there's a separation. There's some depth. Yeah. It looks like he's above the video player. Beautiful. Like, yeah. It's such a simple, tiny little simple thing. thing to do. Yeah. But these, these things people aren't doing because they're, they're so obsessed with these overlays that other people have. And but then everybody's stuff looks the same. But yeah. that's the problem. Like you said, it's with what everybody else has. And I know that like when I started, that was my biggest issue. I was like, yeah, I also want the 8-bit shit or I also mm. want whatever. And the problem is you've got to find what works for you. Like I like a, a clean setup in terms of that there's not a lot happening on the screen. Unless I'm doing a charity stream, then I'm like fucking stick the thing full. Then it's like whoever's taking part, whoever's like winning prizes, whoever's supplying prizes, whatever mm. the case is. If it's a charity stream, Stream, then I go buck wild and I just throw fucking elements on there. But if it's a normal stream or even just a normal video, it's minimalist. You you just want you maybe your pop ups for I don't know redemptions or follows or subs or whatever the case is. 
for this is I'm just saying personally. And then, like I said, that small little border around your camera just to mm. sort of keep it active. And then you maybe have like a runner in the bottom. If you're obviously sponsored by people, then you need to have their stuff on display. If that's in your agreement, obviously mm. it's not always in the agreement, but like you have their stuff rolling on a on just like a what do they call it? Like a media rotator? Yeah, like a carousel. Yes, yeah. a carousel. That's it. So so you have a carousel. So like I've got a carousel for my, for my socials. But it's just a little bit of movement where there's the emblem on the left. Then the words like sort of pan out mm. and then they pan back and then it changes the symbol. Then it pans out, pans back, changes the symbol. And that's just a constant rotation. So, you know, and it's just like that's the little bit of movement that I have. And then there's the different sort of things that come up for like follows and whatever mm. events that have yeah, stream events. Yeah, yeah. But even like like talking to what what you're saying now and what um, Albu was talking about earlier with attention, right? It's like when you when you're creating content you're drawing attention to something that's happening. Either that's happening in the game or it's the interaction or it's your your camera. Like each of those are focal points. But so many people create distractions. Mm. There's things yeah. that are pulling away from the things that are happening. There's those little fucking chibis that are set on people's screens. I love them. <laughs> yeah. I think they're the cutest oh, it's like thing the little ever. ones at the bottom that yes, like the little, little robots stream, that looks streamer, Yeah. I fucking, I just want to read those little captions the whole time. <laughs> but it pulls but, you away from the content, that's right? that's the problem is it pulls me away. So they're yeah. cute. They, they're cute if you're doing like a just chatting stream where the more the focus is on what you're saying and not necessarily mm. what you're doing unless you double scuff to watch those like <laughs> lack of sexy eating videos, you know? <laughs> but dude, uh, you're, you're hitting videos, the nail on the head. It's yeah. like, Use it, but yeah. on a scene that, that you're not that where that's not going to distract people. Exactly, yeah. Use it where where it's complementary and not distracting, like yeah, you yeah. said. Yeah. So there's there's one streamer that I'm completely completely obsessed with. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's from the UK. His name is Jank Wangly. Yes. So J A N K W A N G L Y. So Jank is somebody that I came across. I think. I don't know if he stepped into my stream first. Or I stepped into his. His, I think there's a there's another streamer called Honestly, um, O N N E S T L E E, and he's friends with Jank. And I think I came across him that way. I think Honestly actually raided me, and then Jank came through. Um, and I love British humor, so we clicked like wow. really quickly. Um, he's an animations artist, and his shit is so so great. If you want to see exceptional exceptional integrations like yeah. he's got redemptions where when you redeem when you redeem it when you redeem when you redeem it <laughs> when, when you redeem it it goes into this like this what like it's like a loading, yeah, loading yeah, screen it's where like it's like a, like a low screen. res polygon version of his face yeah and his voice is altered and it just sounds so like it's this like machine. If you imagine like, Tomb Raider 2 lyrics <laughs> I mean uh, lyrics <laughs> graphics <laughs> to Tomb Raider 2 yeah Tomb Raider <laughs> <laughs> graphics. Tomb Raider two graphics. Okay, fucking yeah, yeah. That like level, like that level. low, yeah, that like low poly res yeah. sort of vibe. Yeah. So he's got incredible integrations, but his overlays because he plays games, but a lot of his stuff is animating, and he's just fucking around. He's literally, I think, what he what he does with his stream is like he shows off his capabilities. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, it's almost like he's 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 profiling his capabilities, yeah. like you say. So he's got this overlay where there's like different blocks that goes around, and each of them are like revolving blocks. Yes. Some of them are adverts, but they're yeah. they're just 
the most ridiculous advertisement. So One just says bears. Yes, yeah, and, <laughs> and, and it's like, and it's got like like these two bear heads that pop up from like the top <laughs> and the bottom, and then it's like this like red and white flashing like bears, like do 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 do. Yeah, and so, there's like so, different and, adverts, and yeah. it just it looks like an if old infomercial type vibe. Or like you know? if, even if you've opened the Internet Explorer on GTA. Yeah. On your phone. Yeah, That's yes. what it looks like. Like all those adverts that pop up where it's like ammunition and it's like, yeah, bye yeah. now, you know, like, like so it is, shit, it's, it's like super fucking random, but it's just, it's so well done that you, it, that is distracting, but it's complimentary because he's debuting his work. He's showing off yeah. his work. He's showing But it's so complimentary. Does. And like the integrations that he's got, like his name is Jank Wangley in the corner, but you Wank can change Wangley. his name. <laughs> you can change his name with the channel point redemption. And you click and it goes like gang Wankly or something. And it just changes, you know, like it's so great. But um, even his notifications or his like stream alerts, it's like it's a low poly version of him going like, rah, 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 rah. and then like yes. it comes up in like a text box, like he's like yeah. saying like this person's arrived. Dude, just <laughs> phenomenal. If anybody's yeah. listening to this, Dudek is Go honestly, I've already asked him for a quote. <laughs> And yeah, it's, for our stream listen. Well, for the for the <laughs> for when we do eventually look at posting this on YouTube, yeah, it, it, it's it's phenomenal graphics, what he's yeah. doing, um, and it's definitely something that I want to work towards. But yeah. the pound's quite strong against the round at the moment. Say, we're gonna have to wait for I don't know the war of spices to happen or some <laughs> shit. Yeah, so yeah, uh, Wangi, phenomenal, but such a great way of looking at how you can create a production because that's yeah. what we're doing. It's like exactly. a lot of people are just going live to play games, so which yeah. is what I do yeah. mostly. But like I'm, I'm not looking to create a full production out of what yeah. I do. Like I put a lot more focus onto other co- content creators yeah. than my own content that I'm making. Yeah. But um, uh, my, my stream is very minimalistic. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's me in a little circle that's yeah. bouncing. And um, you're there for the vibes. That's it. But, you know? but everything's like... There's no, like, I don't like the distractions. No. I don't like a busy screen on my side. Yeah. Like, you yours know? is cool because you've got, like, the little 8-bit explosion that happens when something goes on. Mm. Or you've got the, the lime wire. No, what, it's not the lime wire. What's the thing that pops up in the middle of your alerts? When I think it's when somebody follows you or when somebody subscribes. There's, like, something that pops up in the middle. Oh, uh, like yeah, the bottom, like the little like the writing, third. the little, like, scrappy writing. Like, yeah. yeah, and that for me is really funny. Like, mm. I, I thoroughly enjoy that. <laughs> So, so like, like you say, you, you, it's minimalist, but it's the production value that counts. Yeah. So it's not, and, and, that, that's, and that's the problem. That's not my focus, right? No, my focus no. isn't on those things. Like yeah. I still want to, like I, I play games to enjoy yeah. my time with friends. So I want attention yeah. on those things, right? Like on the interactions at yeah. the moment. So I don't want anything pulling away from that. Mm. So even though my shit looks really simple mm. and if I, if I actually spend time, I'd, I would change how yeah. my things look. But my objective is being met. It's not part of your goal. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I mean, why why fiddle on it and and mm. change things to? Yeah, I mean, we as people, creators, know that those things always fuck out if you oh, yeah. mess with them a little bit too much. You know, um, without like sort of actually giving it the proper attention that it needs to set it up properly. Mm. Um, so yeah, so so with that, you you almost like like you say, you're trying to create this production and. It, it doesn't, it just has to be, and I think the most important thing is it has to be the content that you want to watch because at the end of the day, if you're not enjoying it, nobody else is going to watch it regardless of whether they enjoy it or not, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, like, um, uh, one it's of the niche, that's it. That's yeah. the big word. And that's the one that I coach the most is like saying, okay, well you need to look at niche dominance. Yeah. Yeah. So like identify something that you enjoy and like yeah. become well known in that. People go, oh, but. 
how do I decide on a niche? Like, how do I? So, so I always say to them, what do I say, Ozzy? Hey. No. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it. How are you doing? <laughs> That's why I say, like, what's something that you want to watch that nobody yes. else is creating? Yeah, exactly. Right? Because if nobody else is creating it yeah. and you want to watch it, then there's your niche, dude. And when you do it, other people are also going to want to watch it. There's, you're not the only person yeah. with that taste. And if you do it right, a lot of people are going to want to copy it as well. That's the yeah, last yeah. thing. So you but, see a lot of copycat things happening. But the problem is, is that you get people that can copy and then you get people that can reenact or... Uh, recreate you know mm. that's the difference I think because people that can copy they can't put their own spin on it somebody that can recreate they can take it and, and work with it so you see that most commonly when people start playing popular games and stuff mm. like that and I think my favorite example of niches are the creators are mm. at the moment I love that um, you, uh, actually there's four so there's four that I want to mention so creators are he it's his whole thing ZAR. sorry sorry yeah. Yeah, ZAR, yeah. yeah so with that he his whole thing is that he just plays indie games but they're the most fucked up games they dude they're so, so great dude they're so, so fucking great. i know i've already said so the word janky, janky today but yeah, it yeah. is dude but they are janky and that's it like i saw even this week he was like you know what it's such a tough thing to do because you come across some games that are triple a title worthy actually because they're so well done because of how passionate the game developers are mm. and then you get some others that are just buggy nightmares and they're horrible to try to play through on stream and that's the problem it's the risk that you take because if it's terrible to try and play through then your continuity is a bit fucked but in a stream if that's your but brand, it falls into it yeah but if that's your brand then it's continuity in itself right yeah, so exactly. if your thing is like i'm gonna open this lucky pack and i don't know what i'm gonna pull yeah, out yeah like there's excitement for that yeah, that's the excitement is like this mm. might be really shit yeah but like that's fine. That's part of the brand, right? Yeah, so exactly. that's okay. Like you don't have to play games that are perfect yeah. the whole time. No, exactly. And that's what he does, and it, yeah. it, it works. It really, really does. And then uh, Kazu Kazupenga as well <sighs> just said that just uh, stepped away. Yeah, that he stepped away. But I mean, it's for for valid reasons. Unfortunately, I mean, you know, it's 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 He's one of those with hard actors decisions. Now, yeah, exactly. But I mean, that's it. It's, this is what his main goal always was. So it's 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 a tough decision, but unfortunately, it had to be made. I um, think he put VTubing on the map, dude. He like, did. VTubers, think, there's a lot of really good v- yes. VTubers. Like, GMAX. you got Gamma so as well. Gamma's incredible. Yeah. Like, they they like, really are amazing, but I think like Kaizo bridged that gap between yeah. the two. He like, did. He, kind he, of, he brought he, a lot of... I want, to call, the, I want to call us normies. Like, no, no, it is. It is. Yeah, it's it's people that wouldn't traditionally like go out of their way to yeah, look for no interest YouTubers. in it. Really. Yeah, exactly. Or it wasn't like we knew about it, but didn't quite understand it or, or look into it. You know. And, and now that's, I'm like obsessed. Dude. Yeah, it's it's such a fucking cool concept. You know, it's insane. Like one of my favorites as well um, is Sulky Cats. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. It is She's excellent. fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah. That chick's humor yeah. is on point. Man, it is funny. And that's it. Like it's become a whole Risque persona. Risque content? But yes. Fucking yeah, hilarious, but I mean, so, so my thing with that is that it's her whole persona online. Mm. So it's it's not just who she is on stream. It's who she is online. It's it's the, that it's it's a person, essentially an online identity yeah. you know, that it's become. But it's also true to them. Like I think what, what I love about VTubing is that it allows people to be unapologetically themselves yes. without any judgment. Yeah, exactly. People don't know what you look like. So it's okay. It's like if people don't like it, then mm, I'll just start a new channel. People won't even know it's me. Yeah. So it doesn't exactly. really matter, right? So people are unapologetically yeah. themselves like 
through and through yeah. that word, which is amazing. Yeah, it's like Kaizu. My favorite thing is whenever you meet him for the first time, you're like, what the fuck? Oh, like, yeah. No offense. This guy's a he's white a bad dude? looking guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a, but it's just like, this me, is dude. not what I expected. Because um, we were playing something the one night and then I think we were playing some. Who were we playing with? I don't Rose. know. Was it Toy Toy? I don't know if it was Toy Probably. Toy. Probably. And um, Toy Toy is Asian. Yes. And he makes a lot of Asian jokes. Yeah. And I said something about him being Asian. And um, like Kaiser was in chat and he thought I was talking about him. He's like, how do you know I'm Asian? So I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, Asian. I don't yeah. know. Like I, maybe now I can maybe hear it. Yeah. He's not. No. Motherfucker. He's that white. Is, that is, is a pale white. as me, dude. Dude, that guy lives three minutes from my house, dude. Yeah. He's literally a butt. Yeah. No, <laughs> like he's the best. I hopped on a coaching call with him during like one of those uh, those competitions that I was yes. coaching him. Yes. Uh, oh, how's it, bro? I was yeah. like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. I remember you told me about that. You were like, listen, I don't understand. This is the weirdest thing for me. It's like, you know, like, like the how I met your mother glass smashing theory yeah, yeah. where once it once it shatters you just don't hear it again you know yeah. or see it again yeah so him and then also i must say marty the way that he's doing his content or oh, double scuffed for me yeah. that that like cozy asmr really tidy not, really clean asmr but just it's it's just different it's just got a very cozy wholesome eating vibe to it like mukbang like wholesome mukbang let's put it that way but and it's, it's intellectual it's content like the, it's not like the no, no. Like I can't stand but that. But like it's it. also intellectual content because there's a lot of other things it's that he covers. It's thought provoking. Yeah. Yeah. It literally feels like you're hanging out with a friend. Yeah. Hundred percent. And then Marty's nailing that. That's really cool. Yeah, the last two for me are Pez with the potato fucking filter. It <laughs> yeah. She brought that me. in, dude. She fucking owned that. Dude. And I love it. I love like I love seeing her because I know that that's her. That's uh, and it's one of my favorite things to see is when she's like, "Yo, I'm potato," and she's like, "I'm gonna kill." And then all of a sudden, she just gets fucked up by somebody <laughs> coming around the corner in Valorant, and it's like, "Oh!" <laughs> and then like, the potato is just like smiling, like mm, just got fucked up. It is good. But it's so funny. Like, and it's it's simple at its core, but it's so good. Yeah. And then uh, Rishka's cozy unboxing. Oh, uh, I love that idea because she's there's very a lot of people that are strategies. like. Does it work? Is it lacquer? Yeah. Don't give me the fucking technical specs. Yeah. I'm the person that like looks at reviews, looks at technical specs, stuff like that. But there's people out there that are like, does it work? Is it lacquer? Does it feel good? Does it sound good? Lacquer. I'll buy it. She's a, and I think she's appealing to that market. Like I feel like I speak about this shit a lot, but like what, Every day. <laughs> I was I was clipping an old stream, I was telling you about this. Um yes. I've got Twitch Prime so that I so that my VODs last 60 days, so I've got more time to go back and clip them. <laughs> Especially now, now that you're a dad. <laughs> yeah. I thought it would buy me more time because it goes from like 14 days to 60 days, no but worries. then I just left it for, yeah, exactly. just it for 36 days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 46. So like um, I was clipping the stream and it was myself, you, Lola, um, and Enrushka playing, um, what's it? And no. no. Devour. Devour, yeah. Bro, one th one of my favorite sounds in the whole world is Rushka's laugh, like but that belly laugh where she snorts. Hundred yeah. percent. Like that is it one kills of the best me things because she actually just goes quiet for some year, she's dying over something we said. <laughs> the timing on that mute is brilliant. Yeah, she's yeah. Uh, dude, That's like one of my favorite noises. But that I agree. The, ah. What I love about uh, what Roshka does is her content strategy is so clean. Yes. So she commits to her theme. So she yeah. goes like, this is my cozy era. Yeah. 
and they're going like, for it. It's so good because it was are, the Crocs and Cookies era <laughs> previously. Now it's the cozy era, and it is people they, they love it. And and I mean, you might get different people coming through for these different eras. Like I mean, you will you'll, you'll appeal. It's it's like playing. It's like being a variety streamer. When you play different games, you're going to get different people mm. coming through. Like I played Mud Runner once. Had like five guys come in there. Not hey in, boy, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey boy, what that truck do? <laughs> Show me what some good dirt, boy. The <laughs> that's some and, good smoke. <laughs> but that's it. Like they were like, re- like they were like. Uh, one girl was like a firefighter, and or, like genuinely, all from America. But but uh, like the thing is, they were still like that was their niche, you know. So yeah, they, yeah, you course. found like I found this like weird corner where it's like people that are. They, they might not be able to afford doing four-wheeling or like whatever as a mudding as a, as a hobby, but they, they're there to support the stream. But then when you play something else, they're not going to be there. Or they no, might yeah. be there to see what how you like attack the game or t- take mm. on the game, play the game. But you're just going to get this flow of different people coming through, which is really cool. Like you say, mm. you've got these different eras of content. Yeah, but it's, it's this commitment to content strategy. Exactly. And I think that's really important because a lot and of people jump change. around. It can, it can of course, it change. Can. But you have to stay consistent in the way that you do it. Mm. And like that's what Roshka does really well. She's not like a chameleon that immediately just adapts to the background behind her. Yes. She like slides into it. Yeah. So there's a transition period that makes everybody comfortable. Yeah. Because people, humans and you're are, aware of what she's doing. Like you're aware, but it's not, it's not like a, okay, I'm going to do this. And you have expectations. Mm. It's like a, this is what's going to happen you know sort of thing and you you have an expectation in terms of knowing what her content's been like previously and uh, but it's never an expectation in terms of saying that it's like it has to hit certain targets for you you know it's like even even if it doesn't meet the expectations that you have it's still interesting it's different it's done differently and and you said the word like i, I keep on i keep on saying like humans are very simple and like <laughs> yes <laughs> but we are like we like patterns we like oh, yeah, comfort pattern being, recognition that's it so like as soon as something doesn't fit the pattern it's uncomfortable and if it's uncomfortable people are adverse to it no matter how good it is yeah. so if you're not slowly transitioning towards a new pattern it either makes you think and engage with it or it just makes you uncomfortable and leave that's yeah. that's sort of how change works yeah should we try this whiskey? Yeah, let's try this whiskey. Open yeah. it, it's yours. Oh. Okay, I'm going to read. Please tell us what it's called. <laughs> so this is called Nika. It's a Japanese whiskey, N-I-K-K-A. There's no hard R in this from one. The barrel. Yeah, from the barrel. It says Nika whiskey from the barrel. Nice. I'm trying to peel off the plastic on the top. This is, <laughs> We didn't prepare this very well. Yeah, we just... Oh. Why are you looking at me like I did? <laughs> you're going to lose your teeth there if you carry on like that. You need some help. Ah, you can peel it. Yes, <laughs> you fucking peel. Okay. So, um, do you want me to read the notes before? Should we, let's, or, let's try it first. Okay. I'll just read you some of the interesting uh, facts, you know, from the bottle. Nika from the barrel is a big bone. Can we get this bone. open in here, dude? <laughs> it's a twist top yeah but Nika is actually quite a premium whiskey it's actually really nice they make several whiskeys they make the one that comes in the little Lego because it smells good that smells good oh, really I'm excited 
It it's a nice bottle as well. Square. It looks like an old medicine bottle. Looks like something that you'd like save to, to smoke hubbly out of. Oh, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have on that thing and call me a metric. Do you have a little sniff? So that smells quite sweet, almost bourbony. Actually, mm. I must say, um, very. It's got a lot of like old fruits, stone fruit, apricots, like dried fruit. Not. Don't not, you smelling? Yeah, a lot of dried fruit, a lot of honey. And a lot of Honey, like yeah. maple, actually, a lot of maple syrupy sweetness. Imagine I didn't put this lid on properly. And just <laughs> just comes pissing out everywhere. Yeah. So Nika from the barrel is a big boned and bursting with character, just like me. Sorry. Mm. That's actually really nice. <laughs> Sounds like oh, I was me with glass, dude. I'm going to do that two more times. Okay. You can talk in the background. Not at face to a drop of water, either a real star. Winning top prize in its category at the World Whiskey Awards in 2007 and 2010. With a lovely amber color and a lovely pouring spout that comes with the whiskey. And two shot glasses in the promotional box. Is that what it says? No, this is just <laughs> me free. This is me free versing. Because that's exactly what happened. <laughs> this is me free versing. Accidental Bronsons. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so, so it's... Uh, like I said, nice amber color, really, good. really nice amber color. I must say, this is like the most typical looking whiskey, whiskey. Yeah. And like how it looks is how you expect it. To, I mean, how it smells is how you expect from the on look. the notes on the tongue. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's got it's got that like typical Japanese. All the Japanese whiskeys have that very raw and it, it's got like an ethanolly smell to it, but that's because of the wood that they use. So they use a lot of uh, white oak and pine. And cedar, actually. Mm. So you get that like ethanol-y. It's very similar to like the Irish whiskeys in that sense, like the Singletons, even the Clanbridge, although no, Clanbridge is the Scottish one. It's weird because it feels like it's going to be harsh, but it just doesn't yes. arrive, right? Yeah. Like it, it's mm. got this punch up front and then it's like, don't worry, I'll take care of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ease you in. Like shoves it's you in the very, car but takes you out for a good dinner, yeah, dude. But in my mind, it's very bourbony. Got a very nice like bourbon flavor to it, not not like a rye sort of corn sweetness. Although that's where the sweetness in the smell is coming from is the corn actually. Um, I think the, like, second sip hits you a little bit more like with the harshness. Okay, so the nose is oak, spicy, mm. vanilla, dried fruit, and caramel. That yeah. actually that is a very very accurate description of that. Well, I hope so. That's what they wrote. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the this is the, this is the this is the community <laughs> note. It's not the oh, not the official okay, notes. Okay. okay. Again, we are using the whiskey app. Um yeah. Really great. You can build your connection. Yeah, we, you can build your connection, uh, build your collection on there. Also, this is a barrel strength. So that's why it's called from the barrel. So it's barrel proof, which means it's fifty one percent. So it's not forty three percent. That's why it might have a little bit more of a burn. Yeah, yeah. But 51.4. I, I, say, I actually always I love the barrel strength whiskies. I don't know why I prefer them. Because it gets you more fucked up, dude. Comrade <laughs> <laughs> is like a fucked up. Pop <laughs> <laughs> suck, beat duck. <laughs> um, the taste is also very similar to the um, nose. It's spicy vanilla, caramel, oak, and dried fruit. And then the finish is also spicy vanilla, oak, and dried fruit. So it's not very complex in terms of that the the taste changes a lot through the process, like the more air you add and stuff like Japanese that. Japanese people don't fuck around, dude. They don't fuck around. If they want to drink it, they want it to taste it like it smells, mm. you know. 
There was a lot of words. I don't know if it made sense, but I, got I don't damn, think I know what you I'm meant. Good with words. I got no, a good, so, good, good brain. <laughs> they they want it to taste like it smells. You yeah, know, yeah, let's yeah. put it that way. So the official notes is on the nose. It's a medium body with good balance. Sorry, let me read this in a nice You're talking voice. about me, dude. <laughs> medium body with good balance. Thank you. There are notes of cut flowers and fresh fruits, spice, and a little oak. <laughs> a little oak. That, are you still speaking <laughs> about me, dude? <laughs> right, now we're talking about fleep. Hey, yo, dude. <laughs> Taste is full bodied and punchy. Whose child is this? <laughs> <laughs> full bodied and punchy. Now we're talking about you. Hey, yo. uh, this is plenty the of. Fuck <laughs> you, sir, <Bobby> boy. <laughs> there is plenty of winter spice and toffee, a little caramel, and a vanilla, and a good mouthful of fruit. <laughs> little toffee. <laughs> little toffee. <laughs> um, so the, the winter spice is like cinnamon, nutmeg, star anise. <laughs> I don't know, Meg. <laughs> and then the finish is long, warming, and fruity with a little oaken spice. Yeah, I mean, very, mm. very straightforward. I think like this is one that I taste with the notes. Yeah, literally, saying. it's like, like a lot closer. Yeah, what's on the bottle is in the bottle. Oh, I mean, in terms of tasting notes, <laughs> what do you think of it all? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It is. It is. Um, in the first sip I had, it did taste a bit uh, peaty. As yeah, well. it's got so some smoke. There yeah, was a little so bit of. The, I think that's the little oak. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's not so much peaty, but it's it's more smoky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah you do so have a little oak in your glass, dude. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but it did get a lot better from the the more sips I took. Mm. You know, as which you say, normally happens second, with peaty whiskeys, anyways. You like get past that harshness. Yeah, I suppose it is that just that initial smoky taste in the beginning. Mm. But um, as you said, the second or third sip was a bit more harsh, I guess, in the beginning. But now it's but like it's eased nice. up a lot. Now it's like your throat's warm, so you, mm. it's like, okay, cool. Now we This is also aged, we're used to it. This is aged in the bottle four years. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, I got this <laughs> so for my 30th does birthday. It say how, many, how many years it's aged in the barrel? Um, I mean, it has to be a minimum see. three. <laughs> I can't read this language. <laughs> it's Japanese. <laughs> okay, so unfortunately, Bumflavsky can't read Japanese. Fuck, so man. I'm doing Zulu and Duolingo. I'll do this sec- like next. Next, dude. okay, fair enough. Uh, I would assume, Fuck. I mean, it has to be minimum three years, but I mean, it's it's got like a, a five-year element to it, almost like the three ships. It's got like a, three numbers here, which is five, four, 31. Five, four, 31. There's no that- ways. Yeah, twenty thousand three hundred and forty-one. No, no, in the year twenty thirty-one, dude. In the year <laughs> at the bottom there. No, I think it's like the thirty-first of the fourth. Oh five. Right at the bottom Shh. there. Oh, there five four three. Was that just? A, it might be a batch number, but yeah, it's probably a batch number of sorts. But I mean, even thirty-one, we haven't even reached that year yet, dude. <laughs> Fuck me. 31 BC. Yeah, it's 31 BC. 31. Oh, yeah, it could be like 2005. No, but I doubt they'd do that. I doubt they'd put it like that. Anyway, yeah, people that drink whiskey are dumb. They just want to fucking look at numbers and go, that's a 12. That's a 30. (laughs) I drink 30. (laughs) So it's got a rating overall of 3.9. Out of? Five. Five. I'd rate it a solid four, actually. I must say it's got like mm. it's got elements of it being slightly unrefined, but it's it's good. It's not like it's it's much better than the West Cork. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it feels a lot uh, and tastes a lot better than the West Cork. It's it got like similar flavors, more, but a lot more mellow. I feel like the more you drink it, the the like every sip I'm having is different. Yeah. 
Do you feel that as well? Yeah, you're finding more flavors. I'm going to mm. rate that a solid four from us. But yeah, as you said about each sip is different because you taste different flavors each mm. sip as well. Mm. Like that sip I had was very caramelly mm. compared to the other ones. Literally, my fourth spicy. sip, caramel. That first sip was very, very spicy. Yeah, for the, me. the second one tasted like I like was licking an auntie's ashtray. Sure. I thought you were, thought you were just going to say ass. <laughs> an auntie's ass. It's Trey. <laughs> Probably tastes the same, dude. I don't know. Um, if you guys have licked your auntie's ass, please call just in. Let us know. <laughs> let us know. Leave a community note. Yeah. <laughs> These have not been, in fact, licked before. <laughs> yeah, it's nice, dude. No, it is, it is a really good whiskey. Yeah, so I got this for my thirtieth birthday from Dieter, Justin, oh. Christian. Thanks, boys. Stuart, I think. Yeah, I don't know those boys. Oh, thanks, Stuart. Stuart. Thanks, Stewie. Thanks, Stewie. everyone. You don't know, but I mean, um, like you say, it's it's actually like this. I think if you having a couple of whiskeys, I'd put this somewhere in the middle. Like if you're doing a whiskey tasting, I'd put this somewhere in the yeah. middle because you don't want to start with this, but you don't want to end with it either. If you're doing like going from Non-PT to PT. Yeah, yeah. This is a transition, right? I, th- I feel like if I had a PT whiskey yeah, like next, it would be... Yeah, the, the, if I had a PT whiskey next, it would be tamer. Yeah. Yeah. That's really nice. I like it. But yeah, the more, as you say, obviously my mouth has gotten used to that smoky PT-ness. Because mm. the more I drink it now, I'm not it's even delicious. like really tasting that smokiness, you know? Yeah. Because I don't really like whiskeys with too much peat. Or too much smoke in them. Mm. But uh, this one's really delicious. And it's a nice bottle. I like the bottle. It's like a short, dumpy 500 ml. It is. I it really is, like the look it is of quite it. Cool. You're talking about Chris again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> touches all the sides of a tuna can, but not the bottom. <laughs> and that's not even your dick. <laughs> hey, dude, um, it's four inches, but some girls like it that thick. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> Oh, I'm talking no. about the bottle, dude. You can turn it into like one <laughs> so, of those wick candles. You could. You could actually, even if you leave that pourer on the top, then you could just hoi the wicked through the top there and you've got like a Molotov cocktail waiting to happen. You'll stretch that leg. Yeah, I know my legs. I think they seized. Teens and needles. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, what's been your guys' favorite whiskey so far, actually, that we've tasted? I mean, we you had, what did we have last week? She was 15. No, 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 it wasn't. She was 15. It was fucking. I feel like Boer you like. 1880. Yeah, that, that was, was the Boer Plus 1880. I do apologize. That should stay back in that year, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I mean, like, like we bad, were saying, dude. like the Boer Plus, their brandies are a lot better. Obviously, that's their pride and joy. And then their ports also are too bad. Their dessert wines, muscots. Um, yeah, the, I must say, for me, I think it's either been this one or the Tim Novelin. Tim Novelin's always yeah, so good, dude. It is. And then, um, you know, even the West Cork, I must say. West Cork was nice. I really like that bottle as well. It was a pretty bottle. Yeah, the, the, the label. The label more, because it had yeah. the, like, map of Ireland. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, the label. Yeah. No, and it's a lacquer one, actually. Yeah. So, so I'd, yeah. I'd probably say that. Yeah, again, like, yeah, if anybody has any lacquer whiskeys to recommend... Um, or send or send yeah I mean we're working on a a budget of our own so you know (laughs) if you want to send through anything for us to try and uh, yeah review as well 
Uh, or if you just want to recommend a nice whiskey that you actually thoroughly enjoy and think will be quite nice, then yeah, please, by all means, let us know. Thanks, Albert. Back to you in the studio. <laughs> I was going to stare at you until you bring up the next topic now, dude. <laughs> People are going to be tapping on their car radios, so making sure so like the CD isn't skipping. <laughs> Why don't your cell phones fucking do that anymore? It's the different bandwidth that is coming on now because we. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> what about the band length? The next word is spectrum. <laughs> spectrum. <laughs> so, like, we, we're working on a different spectrum frequency. Okay, so, it, fair enough. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, because the other day I was like, yeah, all of a sudden all the cell phones just decided to not go through the radio. Unless you're playing with Fox and Hound, dude. Oh my God, what fucking phone is that like using? No, dude, he's still using like a ham radio. Okay, on WhatsApp. He sends it through Morse code. He's using the original Blackberry that I did. Yeah, he's still got BIM. BIM? Yeah. No, what is it? BIM? BBM, dude. No, what's the Blackberry Internet? BIS. BIS, Blackberry Internet Services. Remember, it was like 60 rand a month and then you got unlimited access to the internet, but you could browse it only at like two megs a second. Fucking hell. That was fucking horrible. It took so long for pages to load. So I have a, a fun topic. What is your favorite misheard lyric? Oh, my favorite misheard lyric. This is a, I feel like you need to start because or, you definitely have. Okay. Or let's put it this way. What is your misheard lyric? Like that one day you realized, oh, fuck, those aren't the lyrics. Oh, so I've got two actually. So today, okay. So my, one of, okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll start this. <laughs> one. So one of, my favorite song, ones, <laughs> one of my favorite ones is that like, it, it was one of the fallout boy songs where it was like something about, oh, you're just a notch in a bed post. But, but I always I'll, used to think of it. Uh, oh, yeah, you're just a notch in a bedpost, but you're, I'm just a notch in your bedpost, but you're just a line in my song. song. So yeah. I always used to think of it as something, you send me nothing but big bugs. <laughs> oh, and what? I promise you, if you listen to it. What? Say, okay, but sing it. Uh, like with so if you send me nothing but bed bugs. <laughs> see? Hey? You send me nothing but bed bugs, yeah. but you're just a line in my song. Yeah, something well, like that. That's a fucking terrible, like, clapback, dude. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. Oh, you send me bed bugs, but you're just a line in my song, yeah. you dick. Yeah, meet me at McDonald's <laughs> in Santon. <laughs> and then today, when we were driving home, we were listening to that lekker Don Henley tune, but the cover by the Ataris, right? It's called yeah. The Boys of yes, Summer. Uh, so we know. I can see you. Big boy, it's uh, flash ray shining in the sun, whatever. That's probably more misheard lyrics there. Uh, you head got your headphones back in, yeah. sunglasses on, baby. And it's like, I can tell you, my love for you will still be strong after the boys of summer have gone. Brittany's like, Oh my god, I just realized this is the boys of summer. I was like, What, what did you think it was? Did you think it was the girls of summer? And she's like, No, I thought it was the voice of summer. <laughs> And I was like, actually, yeah, yeah, that yeah, kind of works. And then we were saying, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then the chorus came in. And I was like, after you will still be strong after the voice of sun. Yeah. I was like, it actually works. It works, dude. This is like one of the misheard lyrics when it's like, this works. And then my other favorite one that I heard on Jimmy Fallon one time mm. was Rolling Stones. In Yugoslavia, you'll never starve. Yes. 
Instead, it's uh, instead of <laughs> if you start me up, you'll never start. <laughs> in Yugoslavia, <laughs> in Yugoslavia, you'll never <laughs> stop. <laughs> I've so, actually searched you because yeah, I, I, these are some of the like. This is and me also out, another one is the Reebok of the Nike. Reebok of the Nike is great. Yeah, so that's my slung, favorite. baby slung. Yes, yeah, <laughs> slung, daddy slung, yeah. Hello, my Mike, you hunted. Oh, you know, um, one, one of the lyrics that I only learned recently was like in, um, I think it's What's My Age Again, Blink-182. Um, one of the last things that they sing is like, Be my little windmill. Yeah. I never knew that, dude. I just I, I just muttered words. Yeah. So at yeah. the end of that song. So you just mumbled at the end there. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, meh, 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 meh. nice. <laughs> but it's my I little windmill. I always thought it was little by little. Yeah, something like that. But dude. it's my little windmill. Yeah. Something it's like yeah. What's yours? I actually heard it today on the way here. It was um, do you know Pursuit of Happiness yes. by um, yeah. Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I didn't realize in the beginning of the song he says I'm screaming out. I thought it said, I'm screaming out front, back. But he actually he says, screaming out, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, I'm screaming out, fuck that. Yeah. But the whole time I was like, I'm screaming out front, back. Like, <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? You know? Then I actually look at the it's lyrics. It's like the Kid Bops version. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then I look at the lyrics and I'm like, oh, I'm screaming out, fuck that. Fair enough. Yeah. It's on, the, on the radio. I'm screaming out front, back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to read out like commonly misheard lyrics. Bro, this one, I don't fucking know, dude. But Starship, we built the city. Yeah. They're like very commonly misheard lyric is we built the city on sausage rolls. We built the city on sausage rolls. No, listen, you're better off going, we built the city on cock and balls. You're much closer than sausage rolls. How British is Starship? We built this city on sausage rolls. Sausage rolls. Pasties. What's another one there? Also, um, living on a prayer. There's yeah. so many misheard lyrics. Lizard so, on a stair. <laughs> Wizard at a fair. Jesus on a chair. Wizard on a stair. <laughs> Lizard on a pair. I feel like you said the same thing twice. I can't remember anymore. The tortoise in the hair. Yes, there we go. <laughs> I, don't I don't know about that one. That one um, seems a bit far Talking about Bon Jovi living on a prayer, it doesn't make a difference if we make it or not. Some if people make thought it or not. <laughs> that's what people thought. Literally, it doesn't make a difference if we're naked or not. That's, I mean, I can hear fair. that, dude. Yeah, I can hear yeah. that. Does it make, that makes Does a big it difference make a to difference me. If we're naked or not, that makes we've a got diff- each other, and that's, that's enough for love. I mean, let's give it a shot. Listen, <laughs> let's <laughs> listen, Bon Jovi. If you're listening, do a live version where you just say naked or not and see if anybody notices. Damn, There's also man. that one. Um, what's who's the the band that talks about um, when they say I, I bought my first real six string? Oh, Brian Adams. Yeah. I bought my, my first, first real, real six sex change. change. The one I, I had <laughs> my first real sex dream. Oh, uh, I heard uh, like there was back in the day. I got my first real sex change. Oh wow, that's like one of those like kids jokes in primary school. Yeah, yeah. I think it probably was it, dude. No, but yeah. Yeah, dude, yeah, so these are fucking stupid. I had I'm my on the first worst. real sex dream the summer of '69. Yeah, this 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 website's fucking dumb, but it's cracking me up, dude. Um, living in Newton John and uh, John Travolta, you're the one that I want. <laughs> Sounds like instead of I got chills, they're multiplying. 
It's like, I got heels and made of plywood. <laughs> I got <laughs> heels and made of plywood. What the fuck? <laughs> like, I, actually, I cannot see whether somebody got that. Yeah, that, that, one, doesn't, that one doesn't fit. Dude, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. Spare him his life from his monstrosity. They're like, saving his life from warm sausage tea. <laughs> No, somebody got drunk Bro, and they were like, oh, warm sausage, sausage tea. tea. No, I did Saving his life that? from his warm sausage oh, I'm tea. I'm going to a different way. That, that's that fucking just, stupid. Uh, is that just hot dog water? <laughs> sausage. Damn, dude. Wow, chuck and stuff. Not that favorite water. Limp biscuits, no. Dude, actually, this is a segment that yeah. I wanted to do. For a long time. Oh, I'm going to save it for next week. Dude. Okay, save it for next week. I'm going to save it for next lyrics. week. Yeah, this is quite a good one so far, actually. This is actually. cool. Um, yeah, that, my first real sex dream. That's one. Uh, oh, that's a funny one. That I like that. <laughs> um, that. And then I can't remember what the other ones were. But oh, yeah. I try. I try to walk away, but I try, oh, yeah. Macy try to walk away and um, stumble. My word, my world crumbles when you are not. Yeah, that's the lyrics. Yes. <laughs> I wear goggles when you are not. Yes. Yeah. Dude, I honestly thought those yeah. were the lyrics. I wear goggles when you are not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, but it's I don't want to be embarrassed around this person, yeah. but by myself at home, I just wear yeah. goggles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair Check. enough. That I like, out, look past the curtain to see when my wife leaves so I can put my goggles on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's brilliant. Oh. Um, Dancing Queen, feel the beat from the tangerine. Oh, not the tambourine. Yeah. Yeah, then man. I saw her face. Now I'm gonna leave her. <laughs> <laughs> that actually sounds like you know, like everybody's got that version of, <laughs> yeah. of of living next door to Alice. That's like some uncle at the bar was like, "Then I saw her face. <laughs> now I'm, I'm gonna, gonna leave her." her. Um, Africa by Toto. There's nothing that a hundred men on yes. Mars could ever do. There's nothing that a hundred men on Mars could ever do. Yes, that I've actually I've, heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, thought, I thought that. Was the lyrics for the longest time. There's nothing that a hundred men on Mars could ever do. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, fair enough. That's a, actually such a nice song. Now that we're talking about like lyrics and nice songs, the the for me, whenever I think of like home, I think of that song, Africa by Toto. I don't know why. Mm. It's just like got such like a lacquer vibe to it. It does its power, dude. Yeah, it does. I love it. Okay. Uh. Um, Purple Haze by Jimi Hendrix. Yes, Purple Haze up in my Excuse brain. Excuse me while I kiss the sky. Yes, yeah. Excuse me while I kiss the sky. <laughs> hold me to, uh, hold me closer, oh, Tony, Tony Danza. Danza. <laughs> yeah. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. I love that. <laughs> Play your records on the highway. <laughs> Let me oh, down. This is in, actually oh, yeah, there's, there's more because it goes. It's like play your records on the highway. Let me down. Let me down in fields of lemons. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I had a busy day today. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's chasing pa- pavements. So should, should I, give, I up? give up or should I just keep chasing pavements? It was like, should I give up or should I just keep chasing penguins? Chasing penguins. Yeah, I can hear it. But that's also like um, TLC, it. waterfalls. Don't go Jason Waterfalls. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. go Jason Waterfalls. Yeah, Jason Waterfalls, where are you going, Where bro? are you going, dude? Come back, Jason. Jason, no. Ema. Ema. Ema, no. <laughs> now I'm feeling so fly like a cheese stick. Yes. Yeah, like a cheese stick. Oh, man. 
<laughs> That's a great place to end in. I like it. I like it. <laughs> we can go from, so we went from, what did we start with? I don't know. I found out when I edit this. Mandela thing. effect. Mandela effect to, to cheese sticks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like a fly, like a cheese stick. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for joining us. This was really scuffed, but it was really fun. Thank you. It's, it's, I think it's a lot less scuffed than the last one. Yeah, yeah. Well, Listen. yeah, we can, there's no echo because well, the ghost. Well, we don't know yet. We don't know yet. So you hope that this enough, episode yeah. records. We're recording straight into our memory cards. So holy shit, dude, I hope so. And now the flatulent phantom is outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Bye. Well, Good chat. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> there, yeah. So I'll be uh, telling us where can we find you for the second time for those that didn't hear us the first time because we didn't actually release the first time. Yeah. Oh, okay. So on Instagram, it is Albiru. So A L B I E R O U X. On TikTok, it is Wondering Albatross. Wondering with an A, not an O. As in, like, you venture and you don't think. Yes. <laughs> and then <laughs> you have to think about that one. <laughs> Yeah, I think. Um, and the, yeah, I do have a website out, wonderingalbatrust.co.za. Also with an A. Also with an A. A wondering albatrust. Yeah. Yes, yeah. There's a B. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that is where you guys can find me. Awesome. Thanks very much. I appreciate that. Yeah, and, and for those of you that need some uh, or want to check out all these photography, please go do that on his Instagram. There's some lacquer reels there, some nice tranquil photography of nature. And That's beautiful. People, yeah, really beautiful things. And thanks very much for joining us. And where can we find you, Christopher? Slash um, I'll be sitting here <laughs> the whole next week. Yeah. Yeah. Just going to sit here and meditate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm part of the furniture now. Yeah, I, I mean, nobody's combating it's me. Day for. three in the heaven <laughs> noticed me on the couch. I am the couch. I is the couch. The couch is me. <laughs> Um, I don't think anybody's challenging me for the name Bumflusky anywhere on the <laughs> internet, so I'm really easy to find. Yeah, no, you see. But you, there's 12 other there's versions 12 of other, your yeah, name. That's, that's so. why I'm Wizard of Oz 013, because there's 12 <laughs> other Wizard of Oz's and an official one. You know how fucking, can I just say this quickly? You know how many times I get tagged in weird like Wizard of Oz shit on fucking Twitter because people are like the Wizard of Oz and they don't look for the one with the blue tick. They're like, yeah, 013. That, that seems, seems legit. Yeah, that's the yeah. one, dude. That's the one. That's the original Wizard of Oz is the one with the 013 at the end of his name. Oh, people, dude. I don't know. How have people survived this long, dude? Oh, my God. Fucking people just need to put their fingers in more fucking electrical sockets, actually. Just put them in plugs. The Darwin Awards. I love it. The Darwin Awards. Just leave your cutlery. Have a toaster bath bomb. Like, <laughs> it's like. But yeah, thanks very much. Appreciate point, that. We, we're not going to. Okay, we're, we're not going to put that we're in. Gonna, no, no, we're going to put it in, but okay, we're not we going to name that episode from, <laughs> from, from Mandela, Mandela Effect to toaster to bath bombs. <laughs> okay, we stopped actually Jesus. talking cuck at cheese sticks. Okay. But uh, thank but you actually, very much. Uh, we'll see how I'm feeling tomorrow. <laughs> I might be feeling <laughs> spicy. Toaster bath bomb or not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Thank we you. do not recommend it. That's a one-sort bath bomb. Don't do it. Okay. Yeah. But thank you very much. Thank you, LB. Do you have any parting notes? Mm, Sunday, 3rd of December, they infiltrated. Bro, they're only going to hear this on the 4th. That's fine. That's fine because that means it's out by then. Yeah, so they, okay, they so can go to YouTube and Vimeo. Okay. The infiltrated short film. Infil- the infiltrated short film. Yeah. Okay. Links will be in the description of the caption, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll put them in, yeah. Okay, but thank you. Podcast. <laughs>